Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Splenda Pussy. These are the ingredients that you need for Splenda Pussy. You're going to need three ounces of grapefruit juice. I use ruby red grapefruit juice. One ounce of vodka. A fourth ounce of lemon lime soda or lime LaCroix. I think that's how you say it. Um, You're going to need some Splenda for the rim. A lime or a grapefruit wedge for garnish. And then you're going to use the lime to moisten the rim of the glass, dip it in the Splenda, fill the glass with ice, add three ounces of grapefruit juice and one ounce of vodka, top with a splash of lemon lime soda or the LaCroix and stir together and enjoy. Splenda Pussy. Ask me why I named it Splenda Pussy. I was just about to ask you why. Why? Splenda is disgusting. But let me tell you a trick that... My girl put me on. Okay. She said, stay strapped with some Splenda. I was going through her makeup bag and she had like packets of Splenda. And I was like, what bitch, why fuck? you got all this Splenda packets in here? Yeah. She was like, you don't know the Splenda trick? And I was like, fuck no. What's the Splenda trick? So you keep a little pack of Splenda and you take your pinky, right? Touch it on your tongue. Uh-uh. Just a little dab. Not any other fingers, just your pinky. Not any other sugar. It has to be Splenda. Uh-uh. your sugar. Dap it on the Splenda. Dap that Splenda pinky on the top of your pussy, like right above your clit. It dissolves. Do it about 15 minutes before you're about to have sex, and you know you're going to get eaten out. That nigga will eat your pussy until the sun comes up. <laughs> it dissolves perfectly and makes this like substance almost like a um. Did you taste it when you did it? I didn't taste it, but I was oh. scared because I was a like, girl. You sure I'm not gonna have dandruff pussy? Because I didn't know. I would just think I would have yeast infection pussy. No, no, no. Because you don't put it in you. You don't put it in. You yeah, just put a dab still, I feel on like top. And hey, look, you, maybe you'll get a UTI. I have been kind of feeling itchy, <laughs> so maybe. Anything could, but that nigga will eat your pussy. Like it's his last meal and it really works. And she was like, don't use equal. Don't l- use like the granulated sugar because that will like crust up and get like Bali. The Splenda is like the perfect mixture. And the how did she figure that out? I didn't even ask her. Oh my God. I don't know. That would have been my first question, bitch. How? how? Okay, y'all better try it. Y'all better try it. It'll change your life. If you're listening, please tell us. (laughs) uh, We won't read on the show, but I'm just curious. Should be a DM or something. I would really like to know how. I'm scared. He will devour your pussy. And you don't tell him. Obviously, you don't be like, babe, I put some Splenda on my pussy. Yeah, it's a secret. It's a surprise. They're like, dang, you taste so good. Like, what is that? You're just like, dang, that's just, you know, that's just me. I don't know if I'm going to try that. I don't have no Splenda in my purse. And I plan on getting some dick tonight. But I do have my sheet workout pills. I just took two. I'll take two in an hour. I might have Uh, a couple packets. Yeah. um, Gotta stay strapped. Okay. Well, maybe I'll try it. I'll report back. So, what's going on? You've been gone a long time. First of all, I've been so sick of, it's not even been that many people, but it was more than enough, more than like two. It's like, bitch, listen to the episode. Everybody was like, oh, where's Medina? Well, if you actually listened to the show and didn't just follow her on Instagram. My friend Thomas told me that he called you or something. No, he didn't call me, but he DM'd me. This was like. He thought I died. He was like, what's wrong? She usually hits me back. I usually hear from her. I was like, she is perfectly fine. She's just away. I don't think she has a signal. That's what I told everybody. I don't think she has a signal where she is. She's working on a project. I promise she's working on a project. Then I told a couple people that they were looking at me and I was like, oh no, she's not in jail. She's not in (laughs) rehab because they were giving me the look like I'd say my friend is on a project. 
project mm. when they in jail and they just have to do like a short stint. And I was like, she's not in jail, you guys. She's doing something. If she wants to tell you about it later, maybe she will, maybe she won't. Yeah, but she's fine. I promise she's fine. She's you coming back. I didn't real kick one. her off the show. Like nothing like that happened. People she thought that that you kicked me off the show. But why? It's not I like I deleted know. all your pictures. And Diane was still in there. Yeah. And you said at the beginning of the episode, I was people just don't want to listen. It's like one episode I didn't say anything at the beginning because the previous episode I said it. I didn't want to be redundant. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I mean, I said it. But then when I was getting all these messages, I was just like. You guys, she'll be back. Niggas was like, are you, when I finally got back on Instagram, are you pregnant? I, are you hiding a pregnancy? But if you were pregnant, what's that got to do with you talking? I, I, I don't know. You can still talk and be <laughs> on the show. Like, what the fuck? I got, are you secretly getting married? I was like, are y'all kidding? Like, I, I appreciate the love, though. I appreciate the love. And it was, um, I can't really say it until September. But uh-huh. just know that, like, you guys, I was working on something. It's going to be cool. And that is what I will say. I'm back. I wasn't in jail. wasn't in rehab. A bitch I ain't pregnant. I ain't get no body work done. <laughs> and Kiki, you held it down. Well, thank you. What's you up? You know, the show must go on. Yeah. It wasn't like it was going to stop because you had to do something else. And it wasn't like, you know, you couldn't go off and do whatever else it needs that you need to do for mm-hmm. your own life. Yeah. your future. Like, no. And she'll be back. And she back. So. And we back. And we Y'all back in this thing. Like, My goodness. Yeah, that's... That was a week. Um, so, did you listen to any other episodes? I listened to the BD, BDSM episode. Uh-huh. Listen to BDE Big Dick. He, he really had Big you. Dick energy. A lot of people felt that way. Um, that he did? Yeah. Okay. Like, a lot of the messages I was getting. Um, I don't know if he realized this, because I didn't say anything, because it was going to be awkward when we were there, but his dick was looking a little hard when he left. Did he have on the gray sweatpants? He had on white linen shorts. I'll show oh, you a picture he later. He wanted you to see that Bro, big old dick. He tied me up. <laughs> I saw it. So he didn't do it during the show, but afterwards he tied me up. And because of his career, he wants to keep that part of his life private to the public, you know, like people will know who Did he, he is. Did he tell you what he does? Uh-huh. Okay. But I don't want to say what it is because, you know. Oh, so he's like known. I think if I said what he does, anybody who he doesn't want to know, they would, would know. know. Like, okay. Maybe they think that's him. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But um, he has a more conservative career is what it is. So wow. he, he's like, oh, I'm not about to be putting that out there. And he was showing me. He showed me so many pictures of like the women he had tied up. Were they naked? Yeah. Do you talk? Does he tie them up and like fuck them? Well, he t- see this. That's what I thought. Right. I thought you tie the girls up and then you fuck them while they're tied up. No. Just look at he him. might fuck them later, but not while they're tied up. That blew my mind. He might even play with their pussies with vibrators and things, but he's not like fucking them while they're tied up. And I was like, I really thought you was gonna have somebody hog tied like it was a luau, and you fuck them, yeah, like that. And he was like, no. So you just tie him up and then untie. And him. it took a long time for him to tie my ass up. I was like, this is taking a long time. I would be over this shit. And he kept telling me like, oh, you'll be this, you'll be that, y'all. I really don't think I'm into BDSM at all. Like. <laughs> That's just not my lane. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but the more he told me about the things that are expected and what's normal, I was just like, I don't really fit into any of these categories. And if a nigga's trying to tie me up um, and it's taking too long, first of all, it hurt. I had little marks on my arm. I might like that part. I like a lot of pain. But it was rope. Like, rug burn don't feel good to me. Pressure but feels good. Bro. A little pain is just like... So you might be into it, but that <laughs> shit, I was like, no. And then I was telling him how I like to inflict pain on 
on men and he was like oh you might be um a dominant i was like no i don't do it for sexual pleasure or anything like that that nigga pissed me off and i want to hurt him it has nothing to do with that oh, well, like this is this is different i'm just trying you're to be aggressive down a different he's like, lane. you're gonna be in you go next kiki gonna be in jail well that's like, why i don't guys, do this shit. On a that's project. why i don't do this shit but that's what he, he was trying to tell me oh you would do i was like no i'm telling you like i will really be on fucking snap Dang, that's I where i would have be. been there so i could get he was like up. we come back to houston because i recorded that episode in houston he was like when we come back to houston you gotta bring my boo and i was like who's your boo I'm thinking it's somebody else I know. He was like Medina. I was like, y'all oh. better, he better be at the live show front and center. What's he said, up? He said he was going to be there. So we will see. And what were you doing in Houston? I went to see my dad oh, and okay. my family. <laughs> I feel like every time I go to Texas, if I leave town, everybody thinks it's dick. I went to New York. Everybody thought I was going out there to fuck. First of all, it was pride. I'm not trying to fuck the niggas that said pride because that's not, that's not my you. tea. Okay, well, some of them are bi, so they might, but that's not my cup of tea. Then it was like, oh, you going to Texas, uh, you about to go fuck voodoo dick. I mean, I am, but that's not why I that's went there. That's not your sole purpose. Okay, right. I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, like, uh, I have an annual trip now for my family for the 4th of July. That's why I went. I now, when I go in a couple of weeks, of that's a little different, but uh, we'll talk about that some other time. Oh, yeah, I had a good time. I'm trying to think of what else I want to catch you up on on the show because some stuff I'll tell you later. Was there some good uh, cocktails sent in? Did you share some OG cocktails? I, I shared my own personal. Co- I did one real cocktail mm-hmm. um, after I got to Houston. So when I first got to Houston, I recorded with the guys from Social Complex. They actually have a live show coming up. So if y'all are in Houston, uh, y'all should check them out. Um, but after I left them, I went and hung out with my friends, and I mm-hmm. went and fucked. So I told that story already. Well, part of that story. <laughs> and then I had some more fuck. sex while I was there, and then I'm going to have sex tonight. I don't know if I'm going to tell a story tonight or if I'm going to save it. We'll see. We'll see how I feel, how many pills Keep them I wait. take. Keep the people waiting. Okay, so we do have a guest today, but before we get to our guest, I want to tell you guys a little bit about weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury, like dessert. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So, in honor of our guest today, I'm going to give you some information that probably maybe is not even true. But I found um, this article that was talking about sex with the different signs and this is all based on your sun sign of course and what is the thing of this uh something that you might be into sexually so i'm gonna do it really quick so it says aries athletic sexual positions aries tend to express their positions physically and they prefer sex that leaves them panting flush and ready for round two i fuck some aries i think that could be true they be trying to like fuck me like a football player and sometimes i'm like nigga we need to lay down yeah okay taurus erotic massages i almost said messages that's on my mind okay um erotic massages as a sign of creature comforts and tactile stimulation it's a given that the bulls love receiving and giving long erotic massages gemini verbal sparring see that's why those niggas are crazy and that's why people say they're crazy sparring yeah like that's when you like yeah, so like verbal art. I don't want to do that. But you know what? I had a homegirl who was a Gemini. Well, she is a Gemini. And she used to like fight with her dude. And then they would have sex. Hmm. Okay. Um, cancer, eating in bed. <laughs> Leo, makeup sex. 
Virgo, picking a random page from Kama Sutra, from the Kama Sutra. Virgos may be neat freaks by day, but they are often unafraid to explore every inch of their partner's body and bed. There's a time and place for everything, and nothing starts with nothing starts the exploration up like a suggestion from the Big Book of Sex. I would say I could see myself doing that. Okay, Libra, um, multiple partners. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> multiple partners. Um. I lost my place. Libra's always got to be the host. The sign of partnership loves actually needs to feel like the most popular person in the room. And in the bedroom, multiple partners ready to satisfy their every whim is exactly their cup of tea. Mm. Okay, Scorpio tying up their partners. Yes. Um, Those (laughs) niggas, they would probably do everything on this list. Okay, Sagittarius being tied up. Capricorn spanking. Aquarius vanilla sex. Damn. They have to do y'all like that. <laughs> and then Pisces role play. I didn't read all the other ones because our guest is an Aries. I'm a Virgo. Medina's a Libra. Oh, Libra. So um, that's the time. weird sex for this week. If you guys are watching this on YouTube or even when we post clips, y'all leave us a comment and let us know if you think that that's accurate for your sign or for somebody that you were fucking. Because I'm just curious to know, like, do you feel like you're in line with that or was Bustle full of shit? Because that's where I got it from. Like, that shit makes me want to be like... Everyone I fuck from here on out, I just want to be like, what's your zodiac sign? Let's look it up real quick and see what it's going to say. Like, because how else can you I be trying to pull up people's whole birth charts. Because I'm <laughs> over just the zodiac sign because it's more to that. I need to see what this is. Do you have issues with your mama? What's in your chart? Yeah. Do you have commitment issues? Are you crazy? I'm probably still going to fuck, but I just want to see, like, is I mean, it true? I'm definitely still going to fuck if you fine. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, this week we have a special guest, Miss Gigi. How are you? Hi. How, you, how y'all doing? We're good. <laughs> Oh, good. Got the tequila flowing. I know, right? Got you here. Medina poured us heavy, so I don't want to hear I know. Shit. I'm already she slurring. The drinks. If I'm slurring later, we already know. Hey, look, Gigi, what it's happened. a celebration. It is. It is. You're right. So cheers, ladies. Cheers <laughs> to the high rising moons and sun. Wait, right. Medina, why is your drink so low? But and you know I'm so a high. guzzler. I'm a guzzler. So I'm already drinking. And I was trying to okay. let y'all catch up. Okay. I okay. know I'm a guzzler. Well, I'm not ca- well, got an I'm alcohol right. problem. I'm a sipper. <laughs> So. I'm going to try and follow your lead then. Okay, so I found Gigi when I was looking um, a long time ago. Remember we had Marla, the actual sex part, when we had yes. the sex therapist. And then we were like, oh, that's not what we're looking for, sex part. And then the Sex Down South conference, which is in September, mm-hmm. I saw her in, like, their little um, deck of, like, presenters, workshops. And I was like, oh, this seems so cool. I've been looking for somebody to come on mm-hmm. to do astrology. And I wanted her to come because I was like, oh, this will be an interesting conversation. While you were gone? Mm-hmm. But then she was busy. But I see why, because she's so interesting. Aww. So I was like, well, good. I think Medina's really into astrology, too. So this will be a cool conversation. Mm-hmm. And now you're here. That's right. And then plus she's my polar opposite, which we'll get into later. So okay. really? I need her here. Okay. Wait, you're it's a Leo, a... right? No, I'm an Aries. Oh, you're an Aries. So you you're my polar opposite. Right, everybody call me a Leo because really? my rising. I look like a Leo, but so, I'm not a Leo. See, we got we to gotta get into that because right. I, I, what does a polar opposite mean? Right. But before we do all yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. We like to play a little game just to kind of like, even though Kiki and I are pretty much loose. Okay. Um, we like to play a little game to Very. just get everybody, get everybody a little loose real quick. Okay. So the, one of the games we like to play is called the scenario game. Okay. So we'll give you a couple scenarios and we might have options for you to pick from or it might just be like a what would you do type of scenario. Okay. So do you want to go first, Key? I can. Okay. Here's the first one. You're preparing for date night with Bay. Mm-hmm. You get all dressed up because you want to take him somewhere nice. Tonight is your treat. And he shows up in fucking gym clothes. Like he's about to go to LA Fitness. Mm. 
And his excuse is that last time y'all went out, you took him to Harold's and he didn't want to waste a new outfit like he did last time. So do you A, say, you know what? The stars told me your ass was going to piss me off today. Rain check. <laughs> B, um, and last time you told me it was date night. It was at the hot ass hurt park downtown with the subway sandwich. Or C, consult your chart to reassess your perfect match because this ain't it. Oh my God. Those are some good options. That's the only one that's going to have good options. <laughs> I don't even know if there are good options. I was thinking none of those things. But well, let you got to pick one. Okay, okay, okay. So the first option is give it to me again. Okay. The stars told me your ass was going to piss me off today. Yeah, pretty I'm much just going to take one. a rain check. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. think that one? Yeah, I think I probably would pick that one out of the three. Only because um, I make it a habit of looking at my chart every day and just trying to get a very overview on what's going on. Uh-huh. So I probably already kind of sensed that he was going to piss me off that day anyway. So I'll go with that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. you look at your chart every day. Yeah, I That should be having me tongue-tied. Yeah, I have it I on my phone. Wow. It's on there, but I'm just like, all these lines and symbols. I'm having to go to the glossary. Yeah, I just need <sighs> Gigi. That's all. Yeah, After today, it's going to be clear, and you're not going to have that so. problem. I need, need to get my pen so I can get my notes, actually. <laughs> Okay, here is mine. And okay. I have it too. So, okay. you're dating a guy who is 32. You find out he still lives with his parents. Mm. He says it's a cultural thing. You okay. A, you say, I get it and I don't mind. B, say, well, I'm going to have to pass on your culture. <laughs> C, tell him he can move in with you. Ooh. <laughs> Sure enough, won't be seen. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all gave me some real hard options. Like, come on. That's the point. Oh, God. Probably A. I'm very open to cultures, cultural differences. So oh. I'll probably be like, okay, well, what's the game plan, though? Like, yeah. how long you going to be in the house so I can see? Then I probably have to move to the to the last one, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I mean to the uh, B. I'll move to the second one if I see he ain't trying to make no like moves. He's 40 and he's yeah, still in come the on house. now, come on. Yeah, like but that's good though. India. How would you feel about that, Kiki? If he was like, "Well, it's a cultural thing," like What's you your stay, culture? like yeah. I I didn't realize that that's part of Haitian culture. Like the the kids, like the grown well, kids, I, live ooh, with y'all the gonna family. Be mad at me. Y'all are going to be so mad at me. I'm not going to be mad because I well, feel like it's going to be the same. I'm talking about the listeners. But my grandma and my aunties told me a long time ago, don't be fucking with the Haitians like that because you just, I won't go into it. But they said don't. So that's always been in the back of my mind. I don't know that I could. And I know that's so prejudiced and that is so wrong and inappropriate. But that's really just in the back of my head. Like, mm. like people say that about people from Louisiana. Like, they do. And all this other stuff. But that's what I be thinking about the Haitians. And I'm scared. I met a Haitian guy and he was telling me that, like, you know. I really want an American. Yeah, or like I wouldn't. I'm not trying to be on 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) (laughs) We're all that's my shit, but I don't know. Maybe if I met somebody and he exposed me to some other things, but I'm just really gonna be confused. Why you living with your mama? She gonna be in unless it's like a big old palace, and 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 then I'll be trying to move in. So is there room for me? Like, is it a compound or is it a hut? Yeah. Because he could be saving money for something. And, and that's he could cute. be investing. He could be. He could you know? be, but he also could not be. So I'm going to have yes. to get a little bit deeper into this. Me too. If you live with mm-hmm. your mother. Where are we fighting? Are we all going to? Yeah, that's yeah, my real question. Because you ain't coming to my house. And then your mama's going to have a say-so in everything. I, I, She's going to be trying to plan the wedding. Yeah, I might like, have to pass. Yeah, I'm going to pass. I'm good on that. <laughs> 
Hmm. Okay, next one. Okay, so you're Libra. Aries. No, I'm telling you. Oh, in oh, the scenario. Oh, oh, oh okay. You're Libra. <laughs> okay, you're Libra, and you've been dating this man for six years. Okay. He has a hard time holding down a solid job, and he's a Sagittarius. Oh, God. This is specific to a situation one of my friends just tell me, told me. That's why I picked these okay. things. I have nothing against Libras or Sagittarius. Okay. I personally like the Sagittarius. Anyway, you've been investing in every goddamn dream, but he tells you, you know what? He's just going to work at McDonald's with his homeboy because he can get him a job there. Do you, A, you keep telling him to pray on it. His time will come. It's going to be all right, baby. Or B, um, remember, this is why you don't fuck with Sagittarius in the first place. It never, ever works. You got to stop trying to fix things and fix other people's problems. Or C, stop listening to your friends and your horoscope altogether. You really don't even know what that shit means. Well, we know obviously it's not going to be C. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was a funny one for the listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. B on that one. Yep. That's what I would be. You be yeah. quick with your answers. Most people be trying to give a whole nother answer. Like, yeah, that's not to, the option. Not the yeah. game. Because I would. Naturally, like, if you had just given me these questions and asked me what I would do, oh, we would be digging into it. But, yeah, B. That would be my answer. Okay, what about okay. you? So, <laughs> you are fucking with a dude. He nasty. He nasty. Ooh, I like him nasty. You're giving him head. He wants to come in your mouth. Not only does he want to come in your mouth, he wants you to bring that cum up to his mouth and spit it in his mouth because he would like to swallow his own cum. He wants to snowball. Okay. Is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. Wow. The cum. Ooh. It's a whole category. I don't know anything about it. I think that should be called a snot drop because the consistency of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It really is. He wants you to do that. You, A, say, hell yeah, I like that nasty shit. What's it? B, absolutely not. Or C, say, well, I'll do it, but I deserve to be compensated. Wow. That C is a good one. I didn't even think about that compensation. Right. (laughs) Mm. I'm really, I'm okay, so my background is my, in microbiology, so I'm really iffy about spit. As a matter of fact, I posted something on Instagram about spit today. Really? Yeah, What'd so I just, you know, there's this, there was this meme uh, going around where this guy said, if I have to spit start it to get, mm. you know, then I don't want I it. I that. Yeah, so it was like, first of all, like, don't spit on me for no reason. Whatsoever. Yeah, like I, I don't. I like. Spit. I don't. I don't want to because I feel this is well, and that's a whole other topic. Uh-huh. But I really feel like if you gotta spit on it, you haven't given me time to really get my body together. I want you to give me more foreplay, meaning I want you to eat it more. Yeah. Why not just eat it? Why you gotta spit on it? Like, give me the saliva from I your like tongue. See, like for me, it's not like you're spitting to make my pussy wet. Mm-hmm. By any means, I just like nasty shit. The nastier we get, it just makes me like like an animal. So it's not even like I want you to spit. You don't even have to spit on my pussy. You can spit in my mouth. You can spit on my on my anything. You don't. It doesn't have to be my pussy. I just like spit. Yes. Well, that's in your. I thought you were gonna back me up on that. I let somebody do it. But I didn't like it. it you just, did it's it? the texture of spit. You so never just had somebody hock a loogie in your I mouth. Have. In I your have. Mouth. No, no, please, please. No, I really have. And I've tried it like on more than one occasion. Because you know me. I'm like, okay, let me try it three times to be like sure if I like this shit or not. And um, I didn't like it. I'm trying it. to imagine like when he did it, were you like. No, I kept a G. And I was just like, oh, yes. But really inside, I was like, what the 
fuck did I just <laughs> do? do? My mama did not raise me this way. Like, See, what? and that's and the type uh, of sex I like. I like that. My mama didn't raise me this way. She but not when, did it com- it. not when it comes to spit. The other stuff is fine. Yes. I don't care about that. But that, and that's what let me know I didn't really like it. It's like the texture of spit. It's yes. not the fact that it's spit. It's the texture of like a big ball of spit coming in my throat. It, like you said earlier, it's yeah. like snot. And I hate when you got that snot. I in the back. Oh my God, I can't. Oh, I love it. The and if they're sick, oh, that's it. I'm do playing. You like, do you like their snot up? No, I'm playing. I was playing. I, I mean, not really. I shove you <laughs> Don't over I here, love it. I just <laughs> fucking love it. I've had it, it done before because, you know, you know, messing with Try certain these. certain air signs, you know. Air signs in general are just, just nasty and like... Am I an air of, sign? Yes, you are. Oh. Like that kind of stuff anyway. So, you know, mm-hmm. messing with them, you 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 liable to have some things. spit on you. So I have had it, but it was just like, I'm like... You know what? I think I could do without you spitting on it. You Let's know? try something else. Yeah. So speaking of air signs and all this shit, how did you even get into astrology? Okay, so my first introduction was 11 years old, was through my aunt. Um, I went on a summer trip mm-hmm. to California, and my aunt had all these teen magazines, and, you know, she was bringing them out. Like, have you ever saw these? And I'm like, no. And we were reading it. She was like, go to the horoscope part. Go to the, look at your thing. And so I was reading it, and I'm like, what does this mean? You know, what, yeah. what is all this got? And she's like, okay, so let me tell you, because I've been dying to tell you. And she went into this whole spiel about what it meant to be an Aries. And then mm-hmm. so from that point, I went home and told my mom. And she's like, you better not ever talk about that shit again. And I was like, oh. She's super but, religious. Yes. I mean. Oh. I didn't realize just, religious people feel some type of way about Yeah, ideology. like. It's a thing. Yeah. Oh. They, you know, it's, it's kind of like, like Bible worship. Trip. Yeah. Bible worship. Oh, you know, I like, you know. know yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so fast forward. Now we're in 2011. My marriage is falling apart. I was married for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was praying and I was just, just trying to find some answers to like, what is going on in my life? And I decided to go at it again. So I went on Google and just kind of researched like, you know, Aries. And then what popped up was this birth natal chart. And I was like, well, what the hell is that? I've never saw that before. And then put all my aspects in. And then it gave me this big composite because the very first one was Cafe Astrology. Mm-hmm. And so it gave me all these things. And I'm looking like, a kid who had just walked into a room full of new toys. And I'm like, oh, so I'm Aries here. And and me being very intuitive, I've been that way since I was a child. I can see things and see mm-hmm. things in people. So when yeah. I was looking at my chart, it was almost like I can just see all the stuff that I had been looking for and searching for was like right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. So then I started reading. I'm like, oh, oh, my God, this is the reason why I'm like this. And oh, my God, this is the reason why I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And my husband had already left. So then, because I'm so excited, I pulled his chart up too. So now I'm sending him texts like, oh my God, we broke up because this happened. And, you know, like trying to give him this future that I was seeing in the chart. And from that point, because him and I both, microbiologists, quit our jobs to do music full time here in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. was very, very successful doing that Mm -hmm. and had a whole fan base of people watching us. They saw me go through these highs and these lows Mm -hmm. of the marriage and all these things. So when I started to really talk to them about what I had found Mm -hmm. with my chart, and I'm like, y'all found this out. I found out I'm a Pisces moon and I found out I'm a Leo rising and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm talking to my husband and it's starting to really fix our relationship. Relationship, people was like, well, do mine. Can I call you and you do my chart? Let me know. And y'all some had already too. broke up. We had broke up, girl, and everything. And I was calling him and telling him the information. And I was, he was like, no, that's absolutely right. So me tapping into it was almost like trying to find a resolution to what was happening in my life with my relationship and my marriage because we had business together. Mm-hmm. We have a daughter together. So I'm like just needing answers. So in finding those answers, I was able to like talk to him and give him some more 
you know, information about himself. And then we got back together. Oh, like wow. the Yeah, so me studying astrology and really finding out the details about myself and telling him about himself was what really brought us back together. Are y'all still together no, now? No, we're not together now. Okay. But we stayed together for, a, we got back together for a year and a half. And it was amazing mm-hmm. because we had now a lot of concrete things that we can kind of go along with in mm-hmm. the chart. So when our communication was getting off, then we know that it was our Mercury's and we needed to talk things through. Mm-hmm. And then when the sex wasn't going so great, then we knew that it was an off thing between our Venus and our Mars. So but things- is it like some shit would happen and you'd be like, let's pull up our charts and look at this? Well, I think because I was the person how- that it kind of became a business for me out of this, I think it was more so me. So when things were going on, I'd be like, wait, wait, wait. Mercury's in retrograde. Or this is, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We can't talk about this. A whole, whole, whole. You're going through this. Like, I was able to see our transits. Mm-hmm. And it was allowing me to be able to give our marriage and our foundation a little bit more leeway when things were not going as well. Whereas mm-hmm. before, I'd be like, I want out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. But I was able to see exactly what was going on, and he was too. So it really helped. Will you tell the people what it means when Mercury's in retrograde? Because I was just about to okay. say, what does, what, what Because, it's, it? you know, it's like a thing now. It is. It's a huge thing. And so, first of all, we have to talk about what Mercury is and what Mercury represents. So, Mercury is our communication. So, mm-hmm. it rules the house of communication. So, the way that we're able to do this radio show right now, all this equipment in here, all of this is Mercury stuff. So, Mercury retrograde just means when Mercury is slowing down and changing signs, it appears as if we're moving backwards. So I'm going to give you an example. The computer wasn't working. Like the planet. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. The planet Mercury slows down, down before it's... it changes signs. And when it's slowing down, it appears as if it's moving backwards. So the example is, you ever been sitting in a car in a parking lot and somebody was moving out or coming in and it made it seem like your car was moving? Mm-hmm. That's Mercury retrograde. It makes you feel like you're moving, but mm-hmm. you're not. It's just the energy because it's it was going so fast and it started to slow down. It makes it seem as if things are going backwards. But what it's for is a time period for us to listen and really review things that pop up in our life. So when exes pop up or they say mm-hmm. people say certain things Don't on your job or your mama call or whatever, and they say certain things during this time period, it's not to panic or it's not to... Take it as like, okay, I'm being mean. It's really a time period for you to listen and to reassess what it is that you need to do with this information. So that's what Mercury Retrograde is. But the reason why people can't handle it is because we're not used to communication slowing down. But is everybody mm-hmm. metrograding at different times? Retrograde. Or is Mercury. Retro, retro, it's okay. Mercury <laughs> she retrograde. said metrograding. It's okay. <laughs> I actually like that though, metrograding. I'm going I'm to use that in some kind of way. But Because can it be like your Mercury is retrograding, but mine isn't? Okay, so this is the thing. Inside of Mercury retrograding, some of us were born with, with when our Mercury was in retrograde. So if you look at like y'all chart and you see those little R's beside it, it means that planet was in retrograde when you were born. So sometimes the retrograde can affect some people more than others. And also the record retrograde, depending on what sign it's in, mm. it's affecting those people more than other people. Like right now, it's in cancer. So because it's in cancer, first of all, it's making us all feel more cancerous. We all feel like, you know, we want to stay in the bed, not really go too much. We want to eat, have sex, you know, just the home life type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But outside of that, there are other people who are going through this even harder because mm-hmm. they were born while Mercury was in retrograde. So they really having a tough time communicating. People who they usually have an ease of communication mm-hmm. with during retrogrades is not the same. So it means if you and I was able to have a conversation about sex every day, mm-hmm. retrograde comes in 
and I'm talking to you about the same subject, you'd be like, girl, I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Then I get frustrated. I'm like, well, we just talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not understanding that it's just slowing down. So you're hearing me, but you may come back tomorrow and say, girl, you know what? I had a, a chance to really think about mm-hmm. what you was talking about. It hit me later on in the day. Mm-hmm. That's Mercury retrograde. It's not that we're not communicating. It's just slow. Mm-hmm. So because it's slow, we have to give ourselves patience and time in dealing with people to understand that this is just a slow down time period in which we are communicating or our phones are now starting to act up. You know, Facebook went down. Instagram mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. All those things happen during Mercury retrograde. It's just what natural. About, what about the exes coming back? Let's talk about that. Oh, Lord. So <laughs> the reason why exes or ex relationships tend to come back around during Mercury retrograde because we are conjuring certain things for our lives, especially when it comes down to love and relationships. So when they come back around, it's for us to see where we may have not set a boundary, right? Mm. Or... Oh, like we didn't learn a lesson. Come on, mm-hmm. come on. You didn't learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell him no when everything about you was saying no. You said yeah because you'd rather him be there than leave. You know, there are a lot of... lonely. Come on, you lonely. So, like, I've had a lot of clients comments like, but he called me and I went over. I'm like, you went over for what? When you already know how this is going to end. So, retrogrades show up, too, to see how much you've learned about yourself. So exes come in and you say, I'm through with you. I'm, I can't. I don't know. And then they come in and give you two, three little cute little words. And now you're back in the bed with his dick you in the bet. back of your throat. Come on. Come on. So then it's like, now is your Mercury about to retrograde again? It's like, no. Well, we have wow. three Mercury retrogrades a year is what we have. So mm-hmm. during those time periods, it's the time for you to really, whatever shows up. I tell people, like, don't, don't focus on it too much, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever pops up during that time period. That's for you to really assess the situation and see what's going on. Yeah, be conscious. So if you know a guy pop up and you know all the reasons in which you're not dealing with him no more. You know he ain't shit. You know he ain't You know he gonna do you dirty. And you know he ain't getting you in the club. So what are you doing? (laughs) So what are you doing? (sighs) Well, hopefully you ignore him, but likely... You still gonna be standing outside the club, man, with your homegirls because you can't even get in. Giving that nigga another chance. God damn. (sighs) Okay, another question. Okay. Okay, so when we're looking at our charts and you guys, while you're listening, go to Mm cafeastrology.com and put in your stuff. You need your time of birth, the place of birth, your birthday. Hopefully you know that. And your time, right? Yeah, I said that one. Uh, And city Uh, and state. Yeah, city and state. Mm -hmm. Put that in there and it'll give you your chart. I personally like Cafe Astrology because for somebody like me who doesn't really get it, Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of words and you can just search through and you can save it, email it to yourself, print it out, and just have it as a reference. But a lot of people were asking, I wanted to know, where do we look in our charts to look at sexual compatibility? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that part. So I have a class that I teach called Fuckstrology. Fuckstrology. Yes. Where yes, can we yes, sign up? Yes. Winter. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, come to the next I usually teach it at uh, Sex Down South. But this, okay. this, this should you bring your sex partner to that? Or? Well, no, no. See, okay. So I know it sounds like we're fucking, but that's not what we're doing. <laughs> It's really, fuck charge is really showing you where in your chart are your signs for sexuality. So, because this chart has so much information in it. It's like literally your entire body, right? Mm -hmm. So, when you're looking at it, you want to know what particular parts of the chart are giving you the certain languages that you want. So sexual language is one of the things. So fuckstrology is teaching people where your sexual languages are. So you brought that up. So in fuckstrology, there are four key points that you want to always look at when you're trying to assess what your sexual language is. So that's sun. The reason why you want to look at your sun sign or look at your sun energy is because your sun energy is going to automatically draw. It's, It's like your... 
It's like your, your fishing core. pole, right? Yeah, it's your core. So it's like you you meet another Libra in the room. You're like, oh, Libra. It's like Aries. It's like you your most comfortable spaces is your sun energy, right? Mm-hmm. So that means you you'll naturally draw that into you. So when it comes down to your desires, though your sexual desires, you find that in your moon sign. Mm -hmm. Meaning like your moon energy, it teaches us like what it is that we emotionally want. So you're no longer your sun sign when you start to get emotional. Meaning whether that be happy emotion or bad emotion, you shift. So knowing what your desires are are really good because if your partners know what your desires are, they can speak to you sexually through your desires. Mm -hmm. So it's good to know what that is. And then you want to look at your Venus. Venus sign is because it's how you now then show your love. So when you're in a relationship, you're using all Venus energy in relationship, meaning when you buy them stuff or whatever you wow. trying to, yeah, it's all it's all Venus stuff, right? We'll buy them stuff or, uh, or I know cook what you for mean. them. I just said, it just made me choke on my Yeah, face. because okay. I feel like that's what we do in Venus. The first thing we do, yeah, suck their dicks, play stuff. with their balls, whatever the thing is, your Venus energy is what really meets your partner's needs. Okay. But when it comes down to your Mars now, your okay, Mars, Mars is your pure sex drive. It's your primal energy primal yes why so. is that though like who Wait. made that what you mean who made the planets made it the, the planetary like the energy right i know but like who like, discovered this i think okay so aristotle we, it, okay 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 yeah that is okay <laughs> sorry we go on the history lesson okay go back to mars I, mars is a section no, yeah what you was gonna say because i just threw well that what i was gonna ass. say is that you know first of all if you go back and start to look at the the first original people with astrology is the the, the dogon tribe if you look at the Dogon people, D-O-G-O-N. Um, you'll start to find that they were the very first people who was talking about what was going on in the heavens. And and the way that they came up with the whole information, they was asking them, because they didn't have telescopes. And they was asking, right. how do y'all know about the planetary alignments? And they was like, well, we meditated. And we just kind of zoomed into it. And we know that those energies there. So when they really got the telescope and was able to look and see that these things were exactly where the people said that they were, it let us know that we are connected to everything in the universe, right? Yeah. So that's how we know. We channel things. We d- how do you know some things that happen before they happen? It's or because just even like people's energy. Yeah, like we talk about you're reading sometimes. it. Like our energy might be off yeah. or it might be really good. And you yeah. know. Like y'all chart, we were talking a little bit earlier before we got on the air, how y'all drew each other in. Like you didn't even know, but mm-hmm. intuitively when y'all, whoop, y'all synced in together, everything just clicked. But that's, that's what we're doing. Crazy. Yeah. So, wait. Okay, so let me tell... Because uh, we so, used to have another person with us, and it wasn't clicking. Of course. And if I had, if I could see their chart... their chart. If I could if see I their chart, I would tell you exactly it, what happened. Oh, I would give it to you if I could. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I didn't like the last thing she said to me, so we good. Uh, or those niggas. But, okay. So, for example... Mm-hmm. I'm a Virgo. Y'all know that. Y'all know that I'm a Virgo. Medina's Libra, but yep. my Moon sign is Libra. Yep. And Medina's a Libra. And yep. then both of our Venus is in Leo. I remember that. But where was our Mars? I don't remember. Both of y'all Mars. I think I highlighted it on Both Mars. of y'all have Venus Leo, and both of you have Mars Aries. Is that not crazy that we have the same thing? And y'all also have the same Mercury. You both communicate the exact same way. You both have a uh, Libra and Mercury. So we're probably on opposite sides of the scale because no, y'all, sometimes we're the same, then other times we'd be like, okay, so we're you not see the the, the but, n- I'm gonna tell you why though those numbers, like, uh-huh. the because I know the y'all degrees. look at the numbers. yeah. So every sign has a has zero to thirty degrees in, of separation in between. So okay. when you look at that Who's number, that? it's letting you know. Yeah, I know, right? Uh-huh. So the quick math: zero to ten, you're in elementary school with whatever your aspect is. Okay. Ten to twenty, you're in middle school. 
20 to 30, you're in high school. So when you're looking at these aspects, depending on where your number is, it tells you how much of that you know. Okay. So for the Mercury, like yours is 17, 19. So you're in middle school, right? Okay. You'll be like in seventh grade going to eighth grade. Okay. She is 25. Oh, you 25. All the way so in. she's in high school. This is okay. Mercury. Yes, this is Mercury. So sometimes the communication Mercury is. is communicate. Yes. I think you're better than me. Yes. Yeah, I will hold that's exactly what I'm more about, than she that's will. That's exactly and what I'm about to tell you. Sometimes, yes. sometimes yes. I feel like she be saying too much. <laughs> and it's like, respect my feelings, respect some boundaries. And you're doing too much I'm at like, much. Well, we just have like, to get it out or to... we're going to be yes. mad. Yes. And I'm like, no, yes. you're making me mad right now. <laughs> and and that's because she is, she's a little bit more advanced in the Mercury communication than you are. So mm -hmm. she is going to be a little bit more understanding where you're going to be more triggered because it's like the middle schooler. I'm easy. The middle schooler is like, like something. Somebody going through puberty. Yeah, I feel very triggered by at, a lot of things. Not just with you. But no, just no, period. this is just crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> period. Across the board. It's yeah. like the smallest things. And so sometimes when I recognize that happening, like I've been out of town for the past couple of weeks because everybody was getting on my nerves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I know I'm the one that's the problem. It's mm -hmm. not for other people because nobody's really doing anything different. Nobody's doing anything horrible. But I recognize my energy is off. I got to get away. Mm -hmm. Let me be around some different people, shift some things. Let me, let me just get out of Atlanta mm -hmm. and do some different things, reset, recharge, come back. Mm -hmm. I should be good. I ain't good all the way, but you know, it's the retrograde. Yeah. So well, it's, I'm it's, still it's... like, okay, now I'm reflecting. Like, okay, let me see how I can deal with people. Let me recognize, okay, this is something that used to piss me off. Let me try and handle this better this go round. Yeah. And I you... mean, I might, I might not. We'll see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but then when you go away and come back, are you like, okay, the problem is just gone? Or do you no, go and come back and it's like, gone. okay. But in my mind, I feel, like, kind of rejuvenated. Yeah. And then it's like, I feel like, okay, now I can deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, okay, I just want to get away from it. Don't want to think about it. I want to do something fun, something light, something happy. Come back. And now I feel refreshed at where I can look at it without, like, having an attitude mm -hmm. or being biased or just having the negative feelings mm -hmm. that I have sometimes or not really listening to other people. I can listen now and I can be open. It's like, okay, well, I know I had an attitude. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, and it's literally like, you know, and that's how it is in the chart. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. And the chart says that's all of that. Crazy. Everything in the chart says that. So, like, me knowing that, uh -huh. like, me reading your chart, if we were ever in a communication or something would happen, I would know that you're just having a teenager moment. That's what mm -hmm. I would be like. If you're having a teenager moment, it's okay. It's cool, right? Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, like, fine. That was a whole nother fight. Yeah. Oh, you're having your team. That's how yeah. we communicate. Well, are we, what are we doing? Well, don't say that. Yeah. yeah. Give the look. Yeah. If and not a moment, and, yes. Okay. And not a teenager moment, meaning you're being a teenager. I mean, your aspect. Yes, yeah. And you have to look at all this stuff as energy. Like, you can't look at it as personal things. And I tell people, unzip the people that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. If you unzip them and take them out of the body and look at everybody like orbs of energy, then you'll see that they're triggering something for a reason mm -hmm. so it's never a point in time that y'all are not going to have a communication discord where it's not for some type of purpose it's uh -huh. to, it's to charge you like you're charging one another like she's literally here to help you with your your communication and vice versa because uh -huh. part of her wow. aging it now is to find patience whereas mm -hmm. yours is to just work your way through it mm -hmm. right it's a difference it's the same I feel thing like i can be very patient yeah i'm too patient you're working through it though you know mm-hmm 
Okay, what's the next thing? Oh, wait, wait, wait. But okay, I wanted to know with okay. these numbers and these, and these, these things, what is our <laughs> sex one? What, that's okay. Venus or that's Mars? Your sex drive one is Mars, right? So what are our numbers in that? Okay. Are right, you ready? Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Oh, so they're low. <laughs> Mine too. I quit show. Sorry, y'all. I've been lying. I'm low. But I'm getting there. They are very low. <laughs> are you really? No, they're, 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 they're in elementary school, but again, you're that's doing... That's a motherfucking you're lie. Do, but you're doing but shows. Yes, like come that. on. Okay, so... I do. Yours is Aries is nine eighteen, right? Okay. So you're on your way, and then yours nine eighteen. Hers is nine eighteen, like nine hundred. No, t- remember thirty degrees. Oh, oh, so it's nine. So nine and the point eighteen is got like you. it's moving got into you. ten, right? Okay, got you. And then yours, Medina, is six point three five. So. But you know what I read? And okay. tell me if this is wrong. Okay. So I read something somewhere. Maybe it was in there. Maybe it was something else online. But it was like, you are open to things, but you're not the one that's really coming up with the stuff. Your partner will tell you things or teach you things, and you're open to it, yes. and then you'll do it. Yeah. But you're not really going to come up with it. That's me. Yeah. All the way. And I say it, all the time I like to be told what to do. Yeah, yeah. You, I like you I'm both do. Because yeah. so Aries, okay, well, so first of all, I'm Aries, right? <laughs> <laughs> so me me being Aries, I know everything Aries, right? So Aries, first of all, is the baby of the Zodiac. So literally look at it like it starts everything off. And because it is, it wants to be taken care of like a baby. It's very raw. It's very uncut. Like mm-hmm. everything about the Aries energy is that. So that's who you guys are in your sexual energy. Your babies, right? Mm-hmm. And what babies do? They look and they they absorb. So they're like, oh, let me see that. Oh, I think I could do that. So when it comes I mean, out I to have your... been reading Cosmo for a long time, trying to get the sex position. Listen. Trying to before I was even fucking. Yeah. So you, you, you've been the Aries energy wants to learn sex, like especially when it's in that sign. So it will try things. So you're the, you're the tester out. So if your partner comes to you and say, hey, let's do this. And you're like, okay, I'll test it out. My Mars, on the other hand, is in Pisces. Pisces so is the mean? last sign of the zodiac. Oh, so you think you know it? So I know everything. I've okay. tested it. Pisces has the reason why they know everything is because they went through every single sign. When you look at Aries being the first and Pisces being the last, and you know that it's calculating all the way down, I've tried and done everything. That's the reason why I teach sex classes and I do things, mm. but certain aspects don't excite me because I'm like, like the spit. you don't want yeah, to talk to because now I'm into I I the like sacred sexuality, which is something we're going to talk about later. But that's my thing now. So all of the the things that people will be just learning in mm. sex don't excite me. I'm excited about something that that's not in per se physical. Mm-hmm. I want some spiritual stuff, some mm-hmm. stuff that happens in dreams, those mm-hmm. type of things. Give yourself support this season with a boost. Whether you're looking for energy, better sleep, to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest, Care Of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices, and it literally only takes about five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. It can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking, but Care Of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. I took the quiz to figure out which vitamins I might need based on what I'm comfortable taking, what I've taken in the past, what areas of my 
my life I'm looking to maybe improve or, you know, just take care of. The quiz gave me recommendations. You don't have to pick everything that they recommend to you, but you can go through, you can look at all of the supplements, all of the vitamins, really get an understanding of what they are and how they may affect your body, and then choose the formula that's right for you. Care of makes sure what you're putting into your body comes from the best sources backed by honest guidance and transparency, all available to you on their website. The Care of pill packets come in individual packets, so that's really easy because then you'll know what I'm supposed to take because it can be overwhelming if you plan to take a lot of different supplements. They also have vegan and vegetarian supplement options um, to match your dietary needs and to ensure you're getting the nutrients you need for those specific diets. Care of also has some protein powders. Now I was thinking about getting them. I didn't place it in my first order, but I think that on my next order, I might try some of the powders. I just didn't want to get too many different things at once. So you can also change what you order. If you like something, get more of it. If that's not really your thing because you don't want to take a ton of pills and supplements, try the powders. For 25% off your first Care of order, go to Take Care of dot com and enter cocktails again for 25 percent off your first care of order go to take care of dot com and enter cocktails c-o-c-k-t-a-l-e-s and now let's get back to the show so when people are like what's what's the sign that's compatible with me yeah. How do you answer that question? Because it's so broad, really. I Once know. you figure out that there's and, so and much to your is chart. Like, is it actually real? Because my compatibility, I think Libra and Gemini is like a perfect match. Mm-hmm. And But right now I'm dealing but with a guy who's a Leo. Your son. Absolutely. And I am in love with him. Like yeah. it's like it's yeah. it's like a thing where it's like this isn't this wasn't even like a thing. Yes. So I did an article on Love Nicole um, recently because they they asked me that question too. Like, well, well, who am I? Sexual compatibility and love compatibility. How do we find it? And I'm like, you you don't understand that when you are drawing in partners, you're drawing exactly who you need at that particular time period. And it's so funny that your Venus is in Leo because and you attracted e- a Leo. Yeah, because everything your your chart has everything in it. I Wait, can is show your you. Venus a Leo too. Oh. Yeah. And then Venus just Venus just moved into Leo when last Tuesday. So so now we're actually no. Wait, Venus moved into what? I think Venus just went into Leo like last Tuesday. So meaning like what does that mean? Just meaning right now that energy is up. Like you're charged up. The Leo energy is charged up. Sexual energy is charged up. You want to fuck? You trying to make phone calls? I I know you did. You just called. You're making phone calls. Absolutely, because your Leo energy is charged up, and y'all ready to fucking get loose? You know, my girl. I did text somebody a really mean text message because I was trying to fuck. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I let a big dick Leo do anal. Wait. Yes. Big. Okay, we'll get into that. Okay, we'll talk about that. But yeah, compatibility, you you have to understand that you're gonna draw who and what you are when you need it. Mm-hmm. So you can't if, if I, I could show and I could tell you who that you should draw, who you can draw to make you like have this oh more utopia. But at the same time, that's not the way the chart is set up. The chart is set up to bring you what it is that you need so that you can learn certain things about yourself because a lot of the relationship habits that we have are also passed down from our parents. So certain mm-hmm. things in your chart. It's for you to break cycles in your parents' relationship history like and before things? you get your really your partner that, that you're involved. supposed to be with. What, yeah. what, where do we need to look on our chart for that shit? Because I know mine is fucked well, up. Well, for parents' stuff? Uh, well, I need yeah, to look up some parents' okay, stuff, Okay, so too. parents' stuff is fourth house. 
fourth house. So your fourth house energy, which is ruled with by Cancer. So right now, so your oh fourth God, house is fourth house is ruled by Cancer. Yeah. So your fourth house is in Sagittarius. Okay. So that means you either had a a parent who may was like not in the home at all times, like maybe military or somebody who like your your parent situation was was moving a lot. It was that a lot is of absolutely movement. Absolutely true, and it had nothing to do with the military. Yeah. So both parents actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So like but the more movement one part. Than the other. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so and then the other the other placement is um. That's me or that's yourself. Okay. I'm no, I'm, I'm still on her. So, so you want to look at fourth house. You also want to look at um tenth house as well. 10th house is ruled by Capricorn, but it's also the polar. We talk about polar opposites a lot in astrology because nothing is absolute. That's what you need to understand. Like you're literally everything. So because you're literally everything, if you if I drew you on a circle on a, on a board, what I'm doing is doing this. I'm just turning your wheel, letting you know, hey, we're talking about this point. OK, now we're talking about this point. So all these things just twist. So the other placement in 10th house. So yours is Gemini. Oh. OK. So the other place in the it's Gemini. Is crazy? No, it just means that your family relationship was two ways. You had a, you know, sometimes it was, you know, all good, and then sometimes it was like fucking this hell so froze accurate. over. Yes. Okay, it was just like so much stuff going on. And then the last place, and I always tell people to look for if they're you're trying to really deal with family stuff too, is also look at the twelfth house because the twelfth house talks about what you need to let go. Of what programs that you're you're holding on to so much. So Ooh, yours is Leo, okay. so that means you uh, broken hearts or uh, also loyalty. So some things surrounding loyalty and your ideas around loyalty, you need to let those things go so your heart can heal. All right, that so just, so for really you, Libras, Libras. Kiki's All a Virgo, right. so y'all, well, that was the Virgo. Libras. It's about your specific. Yeah, heart. so yeah, yeah so fourth house. Virgo. So, See, I'm all confused. I know, I know. So we're talking about this family is about now. Your birthday, your time of birth, everything my about shit. this is you, all your shit. This is not no group shit, okay. right? Okay, this okay. is because when I just talked about the Mercury retrograde, that was group shit. That's we're all dealing with that right now. What we're talking about right now is y'all as individuals, right? Okay. So this is family stuff. So if you really want to tackle, and the reason why we need to really look at family stuff right now, meaning during this time period, because this whole time period of cancer energy is all about family. That's why we have family reunions and we have, like there's way more family reunions during the July month than there is any other time of the that year. That is so true. And the reason is either... I just said, mine is every 4th of July. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is when I got back from doing the thing, I... Instantly, was like I have to go home to my family. I couldn't come back to Atlanta. I was like, I need to go home to my family. Yeah, mm-hmm. please send me to DFW. Yep. Stayed at home for a whole fucking week. I just yes. need to be there. And we all feel that because this is the point where family matters and the energy of mother and us remembering our childhood really matters. So if you want to heal anything, I mean, if you got childhood trauma or some things happened to you and. You're, you know, you haven't necessarily dealt with those things during this time period. Every year is the best time to deal with that. So that's what we're talking about. So okay. for you, fourth house, your fourth house is in Aquarius. Okay. So that's just air. So that means when it came down to you being in a family environment, you got um, you got a sense of everything. So they was teaching you about different things, meaning like it wasn't no one set principle of religion or no, it was like a whole vast of everything. <laughs> that is so true. So From just what she's told me about my her dad yeah. converted to Islam. My yeah. mom, a Christian woman, they yeah. married. And then when they started having kids, my dad was like, they were both like, we're not going to make y'all do things. I'm yeah. like, we're going to teach you about Islam. Yep. We're going to teach you about Christianity. Yep. And then y'all take it and do what you want yep. with it. So no that's. One's gonna, 
you're probably the first actual friend that I had who didn't grow up with like parents telling them this is our religion. This yeah. is how it goes. Yep. Whatever. Well, my eyes are getting juicy. No, it's okay. It's crazy. So, so that's how like the stars are saying all of this about your life and it's real. Yeah. That's why when people are like, I don't believe astrology, I'm like, how well, you know? it's, I mean, it's math, it's, it's calculation. Science. Yeah. It's, and, and if you believe in science, and, and, and I, I'm a firm believer that math is our true religion. What I mean is everything breaks down to a calculation. Music, dance, no matter what it is, it breaks down to a number. So if you believe in the science of math, then you know that there's a calculation to the point in which mm-hmm. you were born. And even a lot of these things, you see them in different religions, mm-hmm. pieces of it. Yes, in absolutely, religions. absolutely. Okay, but go ahead. So 10th house. So your 10th house is in Leo. So Leo is the opposite. So Loyalty again. What I was telling her about a lot of y'all energy of why y'all together is because y'all don't even know that y'all also helping each other heal in a lot of ways, family wise too. Because mm-hmm. Leo has a lot to do with loyalty and has a lot to do with shining and not being afraid to be on the front. So when it came down to the family perspective, somebody in the household, whether it be your mom or your dad, sacrificed for the family. Mm-hmm. Meaning they wanted to do this. They want to broadcast and they wanted to write and be, but they didn't. They just said, okay, well, we're going to be about the family and that kind of stuff. So it talks about you having yeah, a pain. My dad, he used to be like this a singer and he was yeah. really like on his way mm-hmm. and him and my mom ran away and moved to, oh my God. <laughs> they moved to that LA. That is so crazy. And then I'm my just telling you was wasn't in charge. Like, you can't keep doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he sacrificed for the family. Sacrifice for the family. So it was daddy, right? So then your last placement. Because <laughs> now you're going to be like, oh my, God, oh my God, how do you see me? It's all right here. Right? So then the last placement is Libra. You have Libra soul. This is a big thing for you, right? Because you are Libra and then you have Libra in the 12th house. So what that means is finding your balance between how much you give to the world and how much you keep for yourself is a big thing because everybody in your family has overgiven. Mm-hmm. Meaning like mom, dad, everybody. They so you have a cycle of overgiving or overcompensating to please people versus keeping some for yourself. So the thing to fix in this Woo! lifetime is making sure that you have a, a balance. You have mm-hmm. the you were born the Libra for a reason. You were born the Libra in the family to show and be the trailblazer on moving forward on balance mm-hmm. in the family. So, yeah, I'm going to help. But when you feel that thing in your gut that says don't, like, you got to reserve, you got to listen to it. Because if not, then you blow up on everybody. You're like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Y'all taking advantage of me. No, you just gave too much. Mm-hmm. It's just really what it is. And that's a cycle in your family of giving too much. Wow. Okay? That is so crazy. This I have <laughs> chills. I don't want to go home. And I don't want to go. I, I want to live with you. Like, this is crazy how on point that was. And that wasn't even like some psychic shit. That no. was like, I haven't even had That's like a reading like, like that. Yeah, yeah, that was like everything you said was just like really real. Yeah, yeah. So what else you see on that track? <laughs> I mean, what other questions you got, boo boo? I got a whole lot of here. I want to know about our love lives, like our like yeah. okay. our let's romantic lives. Okay, let's talk about that. We talk about that. We talk about sex. Okay, so anytime you look in the chart, you want okay. So we talk about love. We talked about the Venus perspective. You want to study your Venus perspective so that you will know how you love or how because the way you love is also the way you expect love. Mm-hmm. So you have again, we said both of y'all um, Venus are both in Leo. So oh, wait, before you get into that, talking about okay. the way. You 
you okay. love is also the way you expect love. Yeah. That's not like, not that I want to make it right and wrong, but like reading like the five languages of love and yeah. stuff like that. The way you love isn't always how you're going to get the love back. That's right. Okay. Do you believe that? Yes. Okay. I know that. I know okay. that to be true. And then what happens is we we feel like because we do a certain thing for a person that we feel like if they do it exactly back the exact same way, that's the proof of love. But everybody's love language is different. Mm -hmm. So because that is, your love language for me may be touch, right? But then mine's may be gifts. So, you know, but I'm like, oh, well, you didn't touch me today, so you don't love me. But then I just gave you, like, it's different. So we have to start understanding that mm -hmm. if we if we study our uh, Venus signs and study our Venus language, then we'll understand when our partners are doing love things for us, we'll know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. We won't just think that they are completely ignoring us mm -hmm. and don't know what we need because we're expecting it back the same way we gave it out mm -hmm. and that's the problem yeah so, i do like to talk to guys about that mm -hmm. but i will say even when we have different love languages i still personally would like for him to like give a little like i can give a little to try to show you love how you like love mm -hmm. just like i want you to show me love how i like it like let's have some give and take mm -hmm. here like you might yeah. be all about gifts. Nigga, I'm not buying you gifts every day. Right, right. But I have something else that I can do that will show you that I care and that I'm genuinely interested. Just like I don't expect you to buy me gifts all the time. I mean, I like them. Mm -hmm. But I don't expect you to buy me gifts all the time because that's not my love language. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, niggas can buy gifts any day. Yeah. I want something else. Yeah. And so I kind of want some give and take there. I think that goes with communication. Though. I was just going to say, you have to talk about that because... We're not having these conversations. And because yeah. we're not having these conversations, what we're doing is we're doing behaviors and we're expecting the duplication of it. But we're not reading each other's minds. Yeah. Like, we're literally in you this can. world experiencing each other. So if I want something, I'll say, hey, I'm doing this. And the ways in which I would really expect love or things that I want, these are the things. So give a person a chance and then so you can kind of at least see versus us wanting men or wanting our, our, our lovers to be our mind readers because that's unfair. That's we, not fair. Yeah, it's just not fair. So, uh-oh, I told y'all about y'all um, Venus and y'all Leo. Oh, did you, you didn't mix it? I didn't. I forgot because it was already green. Oh. You want some ice? Yeah, I need I mix mine. Mine's is delicious. Girl. Okay, <laughs> okay, so go ahead. So Sorry. Venus, so I told y'all. Y'all have the same Venus signs. Y'all both in Leo. So much of this but y'all Leo energy, right, is, is primary. We talked about this. Between 0 and 10. So it's still in elementary school still learning, young. right? So a lot of the ways in which y'all give love, y'all are doing that thing. Meaning you're expecting men to read your minds. That's number one. Okay. <laughs> text messages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so number one, stop that shit from this, this point moving forward. Okay. You have to really speak it because what happens when y'all don't get that, y'all look at that as disloyal. That's where, that's where it hits you at as disloyalty. And that's not, oh, so now y'all balling up. And like, what is this ball up of? Y'all can't see they balling up in the corner. What's this ball up? And I mean, that has happened. I mean, it is yes. Because so, I literally went off on somebody, I guess it was a month ago, because it was right before you left or right around the time you left. And I was just sexually frustrated. But I was like, you know, I feel like if we're going to be fucking when it comes to <laughs> sex, like, you got to fuck me better. And you're not doing it. But then I realized, well, bitch, your ass was pretty fucking drunk and you didn't tell him anything. So even when you were having sex, there was no feedback. All he could do was probably whatever the last girl wanted. 
or whatever he wanted to do. And he, like, how is he going to know? You have to speak up. But once I spoke up, the world opened up and said, here you go. Good sex. See what I'm saying? Yeah. See? So Look how easy it is. Look how easy. I mean, that was just sex. Just, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I have to say, that is really spot on for both of us. Yes. Like, she's her own grown ass woman. But I know that we've had conversations and we want dudes yeah. to do certain things. And it's like, he just need to do it. I had a It's hard to say it's it, though, really right? It's really hard to say it without being like... I don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, sometimes. sometimes come on, but I don't know how to say it. But I'm not even talking about a sex thing. Sometimes I'm talking about like a financial thing. Yeah. Like, there, huh? I, like a, I was stuck somewhere and I needed to get a hotel room and I literally just couldn't. I was yeah. like, fuck, like I budgeted and I just came to this. And I wanted to be like, the dude I'm fucking with should just get it. And and uh, But oh, who I mean, am I mm-hmm. to, you don't like, know that I can't get it right now. And I wanted him to read my mind, which he did. But if he wouldn't have, I would have been mad. Feel you. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yes. sometimes we have been like, well, you, but just, it's hard you just need to know. To do that. Is there something in our charts about pride or something? Like, why is this in the way? <laughs> yeah, because some girls just be asking and they get it. It's you know what? I think it's it's, and it's like I think it's uh, black okay. women as a whole, though. I think we've and, and I'm gonna just talk about me and my generation. I feel like we definitely come from a cycle of women who were sacrificial lambs, I'll say. I feel like my mother mm-hmm. and her mother. I think a lot of them, they sacrifice what they wanted, you know, for the sake of the family and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So a lot, like, and then so I picked that up, right? And no, so now I'm training my 15 year old to ask for what it is that she wants, but I'm realizing that the cycle of me is passed down to her. So what I'm saying is a group. As a whole culture of black women, we have not been comfortable enough to ask for what we want. There's it, been... I think it's because like black women are always expected to be like the strong yes, one. I'm gonna carry everything yes, on my back yes. and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it with a smile. I'm gonna yes. take care of all these I'm, badass, ugly ass kids. That I'm I didn't not want. doing that. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't wanna do that. No. I don't aspire to be like the strong black woman who's gonna take care of the whole family when Niggas need I'll to take care of yeah. myself, yeah. but I really would like some and help. And I'm not saying I won't take care, but like, yeah, some help is... Yeah. Well, I'm not take care of a whole damn family. That's yeah. what I meant by that. <laughs> Fuck that. But yeah. I have noticed that sometimes as a black woman, I feel like it's hard to ask. I talk to some of my white girlfriends and these aren't even conversations. And they make us feel guilty. But these aren't even conversations that come up with They're like, what? You're Why asking if he's issue? buying your flight? Yes. That's not even a conversation yes. in their world. I need world. a flight. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, is he paying the bills? That's not even a conversation in their world. But in the black culture, sometimes it's like, y'all just expect black women to just get it all yeah. together. That shit is not fair. And, and, our, and, and then when we ask and we get it, we're then at, there's other women, other black women who yeah. will be like, well, why would you do that? You need to do it on your own. Right. Absolutely. And that's what I mean about the culture cute, of, of us doing it by you ourselves. Need some help. Why we yeah. can't get no help? Well, the, the reality is we have to now train our culture of men how to treat us because mm-hmm. because we were afraid to ask they didn't do and they're in a and culture of not doing and so I don't want to train well the thing is that you don't oh, but you, you don't you don't train by literally training meaning like hands-on training what do I do? you train by taking care of yourself the okay. way in which we're going to train men and our culture of men to start taking care of us is by us taking care of ourselves and putting all of the attention on ourselves. See, what we do is we want to have take care of ourselves and then big him up and then wait on him to big us back up after we big him up. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work, babe. You got to almost like make him chase for your time and your attention. And now that it's really about the chase, but what I'm saying is we train people how to treat us. And if you look at other cultures, they don't even give certain men a certain you know, men's Chance. time of day. I see it every Chance. day on 90 Day Fiance. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, watch the show. <laughs> yeah. You can learn some things. I've been learning some things. Yeah. These girls coming over here to America doing nothing but getting lip injections. 
you know how much I pay for mine? But that part is so profound. You're not even giving that type of dude, somebody that's not going to give you what you need and what you want. No, I'm not even talking about financially. I'm just talking about what you need and what you want. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. You're not even giving that nigga a chance. Yes. He don't have a car. Bye. And yes. if you're okay with people not having cars, that's one thing. I, that was just an example. Exactly. But if but you're that's not, not cool something with that, that you want. that's not something that I want. No. So I'm sorry, we can't continue. But we do that. And what we do is we have these hypotheticals. And what I mean is you give with a man and you, we see all these things that he could be. And so what you do is you fall in love with what he could be. And he's not going to And do then that. when he doesn't show up on what you thought he should be, then now you're mad at him. Now you're mad at him how and you going to be mad at him, though? But he never showed you that this was him in the first place. He showed you who he was. Mm-hmm. What you did was went into fantasy land because I feel like we're still caught into this whole Disney idea of what marriage and relationship is supposed to be. We get trapped. What we don't realize is that when you meet a person, you shouldn't be meeting a person for who he's going to be mm-hmm. or who she's going to be. Meet that person, be with that person for who they are right now. And if mm-hmm. they change and grow, great. But you shouldn't be in a relationship per- with a person because of who they're going to be in the next, you know, two, five that or ten years. sound advice. If that nigga ain't right. paying for the dates and you want a nigga to pay for some dates, why are you with him? Why are you Oh, he's going to pay for dates. When, sis? When is that going to happen? Never. If you, you if you pull up to the gas station and you get out and you pump your gas and you don't want to be with a nigga that doesn't pump come your on, gas, come on. he is not going to start, oh, no, he's not. come on, somebody. He's not. He's not. <laughs> so we got to, we have to lead these relationships off and not be afraid out the gate to, that part, to say we what we want. Like, you got to say what you want out the gate. And what I mean out the gate mean conversation number one. Because mm-hmm. what happens is we want to not say everything because we think he's cute and we want to spend some time with him. And we, we're afraid. Or you think he might be something. Oh, my God. And we're so afraid to put it all out on the table. But then if you don't put it all out on the table, then he thinks that you only want the, the little things that you said. And then he's going to show up on those little things that you said because he's trying to get to the ass, right? Yeah. But then when he gets to the ass, on whatever those things he gave you to get to the ass, that's all he's going to give you. The foundation in which you start a relationship is going to be the same foundation it ends on. Remember that always. Will you help me raise my child? <laughs> <laughs> when I have my I would love to. <laughs> Please. Please. This is like, I that needed to advice, hear though. this. Yeah. This really is, is like, so how many houses are there? 12. There's 12. Oh, because there's 12 zodiac signs. Yeah. Oh. And, and seeing that, I'm glad you said that. And you look at those 12 zodiac signs like grades. First sign, Aries, first grade. Okay. What's the sign you look at if you want to see if you get married? Seventh house. So okay. seventh house shows your relationship style. And it also shows how you expect, like, once you get married, what type of relationship energy that you would like to receive or how you want that relationship to flow. The reason why is because the seventh house is ruled by Libra and Libra is the ruler of love and relationships in that particular way. (laughs) So in seventh house, I read something that said basically that's not in the cards for me. No, you have, you have have Pisces. You read that on there? Not on there, but something else I saw, it was just like, you know, uh, it probably won't work out well for you. And, and, and this is the thing. Look at everything like potential energy. Mm-hmm. Potential energy means this is the things that could happen. Okay. Right? And in that, that could happen, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's an absolute situation. It means that your favors, so meaning that you will probably work better outside. in your favor. Well, it, it just means that you the things that you're probably going to do in your life will probably more so be better if you were not in a quote-unquote 
like lockdown relationship. But I think that's but that's true. not what I see though. So uh, I don't know who because what I see is you have seventh house in Pisces. So okay. Pisces again is the old energy, right? So just the last. So it means that you just need foundation. You need you would probably An go with an older man. man. Yeah, older man. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I've always wanted. Yeah, and I've that's been why with Rick Fox since I was like seven. Well, you might need to go on here and just give him a phone <laughs> copy. I'm I mean, just if saying. I knew Rick Fox, I don't know his name. Right? Does anybody know Rick? But old, <laughs> old energy or older guy, somebody who's definitely older than you that can really give you stability so that you can be the the flutterfly and just go do all the things that you want to do. And he's at home because Pisces energy don't like to do much. They just That's like to stay at home and kind of, you know, keep the home great. And because they're, it's the last sign. So it's like old man, old woman, right? So I want an old man. That would be well, perfect. Well, according to your chart, if you get an old man, you'll be, you'll be I happiest. I I would get some money out of a marriage. Well. Which a, is promising because that was also something I had prayed on. Well, I'll say <laughs> if you're with an older man, chances mm-hmm. are, depending on how old he is, you know what I'm saying? I'm open-minded. Hey, I'm just saying. You'll be better in that. Okay. Okay. Okay, now. my seventh house, please don't be some fuckboy shit. Okay. <laughs> Did he look so defeated before she even said anything? <laughs> so, your seventh house is in Aries. Well, we talked about, so it's polar opposites. He's a baby. This oh, is, really? So, now oh, he's a baby. Yeah, I forgot that. Your okay. energy is a baby. We're talking about oh, you now. yours is in the... Oh, so, man. basically, the type of relationship style you need is someone who's going to allow you to be, like, you, you're learning. Mm-hmm. It's the baby. Girl. So, you're learning relationships. So, open relationships would probably be a good thing or poly relationships because you're going to be learning relationships a lot and getting into one for an airy seven house is like, but I just learned. Why would I lock down? And I just learned it. So now I need to go learn this. So it's just letting you know that your partner is going to be someone who is going like to be stable enough to deal with you as you are developing what it means to you to be in the seven house in their relationship. I just want you to look at my face. <laughs> because we have had this conversation so many times and I've told Medina like, I think that's what you need that will make you happy. Yeah. You got to find somebody who's going to be okay with that. But mm-hmm. let me because tell that you, is what she wants. And I'm going to whisper, I'm going to mouth it so I don't. I just got back from a. My dude was okay with it. Mm-hmm. He was like, go and do your thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what you need. Someone. You come back. And that's love to you. To you, that's the relationship style. Like you, yes, that's she what needs I need. Some freedom. Yes, you need freedom. You definitely got to have freedom in, seven, in your seventh house of Aries. I need an old man who ain't doing too much. That's okay. You're going to get him, boo. Listen. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you get him. You're going to get him. I'll just take on his head. What you want to that baby, Sue? I got it. I'm eating chicken, but I'm going to make you hear a sister. You're going to be there dressed up. And we're going to be watching Real Housewives of Atlanta, and he can't go nowhere. He can't change his channel. He's not going to want to. As long as you're there, I'm telling you. I've always wanted to be like Anna Nicole. All he wants is that that Pisces energy, all he going to want is that you there, baby. As long as you're there and you doing all that so stuff wait, for him, he's going to be like, yes. I somebody with a Pisces where? Seventh where house. Where should it be? Well, no, 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 no. no, no. no. That's where mine is. That's where oh, yours is. Oh, they could be Pisces, sun will be good. Venus and Pisces? Pisces, sun, Pisces rising for sure, right? Pisces. Um, that's my damn friend, Thomas. Yeah, Pisces. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Thomas is gay. 
So that's not an option, but we do have a lifelong bond. Yeah, that's he's and that's just, what we do on Sundays. We he don't even live well, here. He's he in Chicago, well, and we watch Housewives together. Yeah, he's just here to give you an example, like helping you to foster <laughs> what what that relationship is going to be like. He's I gotta just giving an example. Him this. Let me tell him. So yeah, he's like he's like helping you to develop that. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, it don't matter as long as mm-hmm. he's as long as you're there. He's gonna definitely be like, oh yay! You How do these? How does everything even like align? I feel like <laughs> what y'all should see her face. I'm going to the cigar bar tonight. Mm, <laughs> That's okay. the old daddy. you need to go to the nursing home. Pisces, you have to volunteer in a minute. You would have. <laughs> we must have a whole volunteer. And we're like cocktails volunteer at the nursing home. They're gonna be like these fucking predators, and their kids gonna start showing up. But that will be a good thing. Then you'll see your kids. You'll see your kids. We're here to help. I did see something else that said I was gonna have a fight over inheritance. In my thing, I think that actually already happened. But that's another story for another day. Because they've yeah. been listening. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I, so I said I said in the sun chart, so that means look for Pisces sun. Pisces rising will be good too, okay. or either someone who even has like um, what can I say? Pisces, Venus, or Mars, one of those okay. two. So any Pisces that is from, from fuck astrology, some from one of those signs. Yes, I wrote that down yes, yes. My notes are full. Same this for is, you. I'm in the school today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need to look for a Pisces. What is it? No, no you're that Aries. So having a partner who has Aries aspect or someone who is an Aries or someone who understands your Aries energy, that means he has sun, either Aries sun, Aries rising, or he has Aries somewhere in his Venus or Mars or seventh house I'm energy. I'm about to ask this nigga, what time was you born? <laughs> where? <laughs> right. When? And what? put it in on He's going to be like, what? what I know, he's going to say that, but he's going to forget. <laughs> Just do it. I've been doing it lately. Okay, I have one other thing. And okay. We probably need to move on. Okay. Okay, this, I don't think it really has anything to do with sex or dating, but it was okay. something that I read about myself and I was like a little confused. Lilith. Okay. I That's love your Lilith. dark side, mm-hmm. right? What is it called? Lilith. Okay. I, 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 okay. I hate so, when they say dark side because I think they try to give Lilith such a bad name. She's I'm, got she a bad was black. Name. Was she I'm, black? Lilith was, I'm literally, was right? Lilith black. I'm literally walking Lilith. Okay. Okay. I'm well, I'm I Lilith like walking. Okay. So good. Uh, I'm glad you do because I'm representing what they try to shine or what they try to hide. I'll say the Meaning other stuff. It's just the wildness. That's what I'm L- saying. Lilith was Lilith is, black, and they was like, "We gonna make this." Bitch well, the she dark was side. she was the first. Lilith is so, the yeah, very first woman black. ever. Period. So she absolutely. And in that in that energy, she is the primal force of energy. Period. So that means she is the wild energy. That means she ain't thinking about marriage and all those kind of things. She is like, what do I need to do for me? What do I need to but do for the children? But who is Lilith? Is she a horoscope? What you mean? She's she's a part of the aspect in your chart. So yes, she's a representation. There's a story Lilith. that I read mm-hmm. where it kind of goes into religion, and you know Eve, Adam, and yes, Eve. yes. So like Lilith was like the bad Eve. Basically. She was she was the first wife. They say she was the first wife to Adam. She was black, and then and he left her for a white wife. Well, she. <laughs> Well, she I mean, didn't. To me. Yeah, she didn't follow along with a lot of the rules and and, and things. Like, as for, and she was like, like, "Fuck you, Adam, nigga! I ain't about to be doing this shit." Okay, because, we out here in the fucking jungle, right? We're ready to go? I'm it's about hot. To twist my hair. Yes, because oh, the original I'm, story was that Lilith was created first. She was created first before man was. So, woman was created first prior to man. So, when we asked the question, "What came first, chicken or the egg?" We already know it's a chicken mm-hmm. because it was her that was first, you know. But through her not being 
docile and, you know, tameable and all these things. She was, you know, ostracized or whatever. And she went on. And then here comes Eve from his rib. Because, again, Lilith was shaped and formed. Yeah, Lilith was shaped and formed out of the same thing that Adam was, in a sense. But Eve was taken from the rib, right? So here's the difference in where these two women line up. Mm -hmm. Because one, you come from me. So because you come from me, you should know how to not do these things. Lilith didn't come from me. Lilith was her own separate entity. So that energy represents our wild energy outside of anything else. Wild like energy. any I like that better. Yeah, any response. Yeah, it's wild energy. It's what it is. So like my Lilith is in Leo, right? Mm -hmm. And because the Leo energy in Lilith shows up as sexual energy, for most of my life, what I could, could say my experience was, whether it was a woman or a man, I've always had this sexual draw to people. And I'm like, why does everybody just say like they want to fuck me? Like, I'm so smart. I got all these things. I'm like, all these things going on me. Like, why? What is this going on? So the more I started to study what my my Lilith energy is and it being in Leo, it just draws people to me because part of my job here is to help people to free up sexually. So, like, my marriage, at the end of my marriage was an open relationship because I needed more expression to who I was sexually. Yeah. So I had to get into those spaces. So knowing what my Lilith energy was, that's who I am. So, so I'm not complaints. a hoe. It's Lilith. No, you're not. <laughs> it's well, you Lilith. are Lilith, though. So literally, Lilith, Lilith is not a hoe, though. She's Lilith not a ain't no hoe. No, she's not. <laughs> I ain't no hoe. She's got a lot of energy. You're just trying to spread it out. I can't help it. I'm here she's to teach you. It's all about perspective. She's not a hoe. Fuck yeah. No, it's, it's sexual energy. Like, so what you're doing, having the aspects of Lilith here, teaching the, the sex show, all these things, is because you're learning who you are sexually. And then through that, like I tell people all the time, transparency is what heals us all. Mm -hmm. So as you are learning yourself and learning this Lilith energy and learning all these things, you're now teaching people mm -hmm. whether you know it or not your own through your own experience you're teaching people about sex and because you're desensitizing a lot of things you're allowing other people to have experiences through you and they're not as scared not as afraid to try these things that's what the lilith energy is for so we just got lilith flowing yes. through our yes. our veins yes we do oh my god now mm -hmm. i want to like is there like an image of lilith yes you can type it up. Pull it up. Stop it. I'm about to, I'm about to get Lily tatted all on my back. Because this bitch just gave me life. Yes. Lily. Yes. L-I-L-I-T-H. L-I-L-I-T-H. Mm -hmm. Lilith Astrology. Yep. And go to images. What? I'm scared to see Lil. What? Does, Lil, does Lilith have a sign? She is her own energy. So everybody has a Lilith sign. Lilith can't be white. They're showing all these little white girls. They're going to show, show you that. See, that's not Lilith. They're showing you in the chart, too. They're showing me in the charts. But that's not Lilith. I know this that's one not right Lilith. right here, this is one of the, the examples that pops up. Usually she's holding something in her hand. But it's, it's a horned one. So basically she has claws. And she looks like a... A wing, they call her a winged woman. So a woman who could fly, she has wings, but she has almost like this primal thing too. So she has claws, you know? So it's wild. It's a wild energy of a woman, right? I, I just, I am so, <laughs> I'm connected with Lil. I got to call her Lil. I'm, yeah, Lil, I'm, Lil. Oh, wait, is it on that paper? Yes, yeah. it is. 
So you're a little. Both, of, both of y'all lives in Virgo. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we're in high school? No, no, no. <laughs> it's the degrees that tell oh. us the grades. Sorry. We don't get it down. She we don't get it down. Are we in high school? It's, it's a lot no. to learn. No. So Lilith is in Virgo, so what is that? And mean? y'all both Virgo. My, so y'all both in middle school with it. So that means okay. your primal energy, y'all are okay with your primal energy. You are letting it out. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you, you recognize it. And again, the show, all of this is about that. Meaning like y'all are expressing your sexual energy. You're teaching people about it indirectly. You're talking about your own shit. But what you're doing is you're desensitizing certain sexual behaviors and, cer- and certain sexual things. Right. And so Perfect. so the, the thing about the Virgo energy, too, is also like, you ever heard that virgin thing yeah. with Virgo energy? Because both, like, both of y'all, both of y'all live in Virgo. Mm. It doesn't really mean virgin. <laughs> right. It really means um, like woman without a man, meaning like a woman who can birth her own. Yeah, me. No, 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 no. Think it's empowering when you think about the fact that it doesn't. You mean, don't need a man, right? Meaning okay, if okay. if if you choose, it's about choice, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people feel like they don't have a choice. They have to have a man, or they're not oh, in anything. You're right about that. Yeah, but y'all have choice. It's just like oh, I can pick and choose who I want to be with and what I want to be with because my energy is about teaching, and I'm here to teach certain things. So. That's a good aspect to have. Hmm. It's not the virgin. That's one it's, way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a virgin. Well, I never thought it was a it's virgin. It's sacred woman. But everything I look at, it'll be like, people think of Virgos as the virgin. They're no. not the virgin. No, it's That's sacred. It's a picture that somebody yeah. created, but yeah. really, it's blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Usually a lot of fucking words. It's a it's a sacred woman. It's really what the Virgo energy is. It's it's a woman who moves on her own accord. You know what I'm saying? So when you see her in white, that's true of both of us. Yeah. So so y'all moving your wildness is moving on Mm -hmm. your own accord. You're not asking for permission, or you're not needing anybody to validate that. You know what I'm saying? You're dissecting it yourself. Virgo energy dissects. So it goes all the way down into something. Da, 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 da. Now the problem is sometimes you go too far. Yeah, I so that means black hole every Friday night. Yeah, don't no. That so that's the I would oh say the God. only downfall to it is Lynn Thomas. Yeah, yeah, it's like you can just because I love knowing so much. Yeah. Not even I mean I enjoy being a know-it-all, but not even for that purpose. I really like okay if I find an interest in something, I like being able to learn about it. <laughs> I right. This is gonna be a good episode. I'm trying to ask all the questions that y'all ask. Some of the things I'm not going to ask because I think that from what she's explained about mm-hmm. the signs and where you look on your chart for things, you'll see that your question there's no real answer. It doesn't work. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like people are like, oh, what's the best match for an Aquarius? Yeah, but like we talked about, there's so many different aspects of things to figure out who your best match is. Yeah, blah blah blah. And when you're drawing certain people in, just realize no matter who it is. Like it's, it's because they're coming to help you in some kind of way in your chart. So they may not be like your soulmate. Lesson. Yeah, they may not be your soulmate. How but do you they... figure out who your soulmate is? Well, like, see, how do you know I, once you meet them? I feel like your soulmates are all the people that you draw throughout your life. See, our problem is, is always romantic. No, sometimes I feel like mine are not. No, sometimes it's not sexual. Sometimes it's not romantic. Sometimes it's just a, the day. So Some... what's the feeling you might get? You you may um. Mm, I think a feeling of wanting to talk, wanting to know more, wanting to get dig into more into yourself. Like this energy is helping you to discover stuff about yourself. Meaning, mm-hmm. the more they're talking to you and you're talking to them, you're like, oh, that makes me think about this or that. So soulmates are here to reveal things about your soul. That's what you that know means. What's weird. I feel I, this sounds crazy, but I really feel like my little cousin is one of my soulmates, and I feel mm-hmm. like we have multiple. But I feel like, okay, okay, yes. Yeah. Once my aunt was pregnant with him, mm-hmm. 
we used to be really close. Mm-hmm. Then we weren't. And we had a very uh, negative relationship. When she was pregnant with him and I was okay with her being pregnant and her having this baby, even though I didn't think it was the best choice, I was like, okay, getting used to the idea. I felt like he has brought us closer. Mm-hmm. And then my relationship with him is just like, this is like my little baby. Yeah. And we're so close. And sometimes when I'm with him... He can just, like, sense when I'm having a bad day. I never tell him. Of course, he's three. He's about to be four. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling him about my life problems and stuff. When he comes around, we eat ice cream, Mm -hmm. candy. We're watching these damn train shows Mm -hmm. and shit that I don't want to do. But it's just, like, a good feeling when I'm around him. Mm -hmm. And I don't like all kids. Yeah. I don't want my own. (laughs) Yeah. Let us be clear. But, like, him, we just have a really good connection. And so when I went to Louisiana for the 4th of July... He was at my grandparents' house. When he saw me, both of our eyes just lit up. We were so excited to see each other. And I'm like, oh, we have such a great connection. Mm -hmm. Even though sometimes he's bad, but I feel like that's one of my soulmates. Yeah, yeah. And then I feel like sometimes with soulmates, you have these people, and I don't know if this is necessarily a soulmate, but you meet these people who are so important in your life, but Mm -hmm. it's only for a phase. Yes. Yes. You're there for a while, yep. and then you may have a falling out, or maybe you just grow apart. Yep. It could be dramatic or not. But it's like, are those people soulmates too, or yes. is, is there another name for those people who are just supposed to be there for a phase? You can call them whatever you want. I just, th- I just think as long as we're understanding that you're going to meet people, and I call them soulmates. I call every person who has come into my life to shift or change something about my soul. Uh-huh. my soulmate and what i mean okay. is like like you said your nephew or your cousin there are people that come into your life that it has nothing to do see we've put the label of soulmate meaning like your soul partner mm-hmm. and somebody who you're going to be with for the rest of your life when soulmates come into your life like we just said for just a very short time period it has nothing to do with the fact of a sexual chemistry thing mm-hmm. and these people can come in and go out of your life and then come back into your life too many many years later so I think if we start to look at our chart as a whole thing, meaning that if you look at the fact that you're literally every sign from Aries all the way down to Pisces, when people do come into your life and they do spark something in you, you'll go with it. And you don't you won't put the time frame on it too. like, oh, this is my soulmate. I'm going to be with him for the rest of my life. You're going to absorb whatever it is that comes out of it because, you know, it's giving you something for that time period Mm -hmm. and not like not wanting to entertain it because you think he's not or your soulmate, you know, which we miss out on a lot of things in life. When we just are looking Jump for into this, this yeah, thing, and it's like now you're in about the back of and you're only looking for this one person. And because you looking for this one person, when people show up and you think they don't meet all the characteristics of what's going on, you want to discard them. But it's something about them that you need. That's the reason why you drew them in. Everything about us is a magnetism. We're all magnets. So even right now, y'all drew me in, right? Uh-huh. We drew each other in. Y'all drew me in because I've been talking about doing more radio. So I, that's how I magnif- manifested y'all. But y'all but manifested me in. Sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. I draw in uh, drug dealers. Okay. And so what? I'm like... Are you coming here? I did here? not think you were going to say that. It's been it's happening okay. a lot. Okay. And so it's like, is he coming in to bring you drugs? It, am I supposed to be doing drugs? Am I supposed to change his life? So, so okay. So let's talk about this from two perspectives, right? Okay. I'm going to talk about it from a spiritual perspective because I always like to go into those. Could have been something in past life that you're here to complete. If you're drawing in a lot of drug dealers, you could have been involved in something drug related in the last life. That's the first thing I would say. Mm. The second thing I would say, too, is probably because you have an idea of success and money 
and what comes along with that and people who are dealing with drugs they have a, a lot of access to money mm-hmm. quick time quick things so in your mindset it could be oh this is the fastest way I'm going to get to what I want in certain things oh. So those are two aspects that I would give you as a coach of saying, hey, we got to look at these two things and see which one it is. Dang. Okay, I have something because, okay, we're almost, I mean, ain't nobody going to kick us out. We started late. The mics was broken. This, this really needs to be like a two-part episode. Yes, but it does. I'll come back. Things. Okay, good. Because we really are going to have to have you for a bonus episode that y'all going to have to pay for on yeah. Patreon. Yeah. Because, uh, asking for their birth charts. Oh, oh yes. no. We're not doing y'all's birth charts. It's just us. And we all. Only doing a piece of it. But, okay, there's a few things that I've seen online. Terms. Okay. Hiccups. God damn. Uh-oh. Twin flames. Yes. What is that? Oh, my God. Well, it depends on who you ask, right? Because okay. to me, twin flames. Well, I trust and- you. I trust you, too. Okay, yeah. Because you've been on it today. So, Twin Flames is almost like your twin, but not somebody that you were literally born with, but somebody who shows up that mirrors you in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? So, we can, our Twin Flame could be our partner. It could be our husband. It could be your best friend. It could be the same thing like we were just talking about with soulmates. To me, soulmates and Twin Flames are very similar in the sense that they show up in your life to really activate some things about you. The difference to me, though... I feel like they're confusing. Yeah, I know. No, they are. They are confusing because they're literally the same shit. The only difference to me is that twin flames tend to finish your sentences. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like almost reading your your mind. They're very cardinal, cardinally attached to your energy, meaning like they can feel certain things and they speak out before you do. Or they show up right on time. So twin flames is almost like having a twin, but that you didn't you wasn't in the womb You're with not them. Twins. Yeah, y'all not literally twins. It's just that y'all, you know, are like like uh, twin flame. I mean, like literally like twins. I mean, like a lot of aspects who I find in people who are twin flames have a lot of similar aspects in their chart. How do you see that in a chart? You can the same way. Like, so basically like how I was telling you guys about certain things that y'all have, y'all literally like twin flames to one another in oh. this particular situation. <laughs> okay. Because y'all have... Sex. Yeah. Well, when it comes Love. to this, y'all, y'all life and wish y'all, how y'all want to manifest in your careers, your mm-hmm. careers are similar. So that means y'all match when y'all show up. You can have conversations with her and she totally gets it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't have to try hard with your twin flame. You get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it can go on forever. You lose track of time with your twin flames. Like you... It's just a whole other outer world experience when you're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the other one, karmic relationships. What's that? So I, <laughs> I feel like that's I the nigga that comes back. Of these really? uh, what I've heard, I just I'll, I don't really know, but what I've always thought of is like if it's a karmic relationship, it's like this nigga comes into your life. You might think it's all good, but really he's only there to teach you a lesson because you did somebody wrong. That's how I feel about it. No, oh, it could be so it's totally like ro- karma. Yeah, yeah, karma. Karmic. But see, every, but so see, what do every, you think? every relationship is karmic. Yeah, but see, that one hit a little different. It they do. They will all hit different. That one hits you like a slap in the face. Bro. They will all Somebody hit you different. Somebody slap you. They will all hit different. I would okay. say that. And particular ones, depending on how hard the lesson is. Meaning, again, we were talking about earlier about things and pass down to you from your family members yeah. so certain things you're going to have to go through you know or you're experiencing because your mom and your dad went through it and maybe they didn't clear those things so sometimes karma can be passed down to you 
through certain situations, but Carmen, it is part of people passing down shit. Well, (laughs) (laughs) but current relationships are still great. Like, and I want us to start talking about things that have negative. Well, they only feel negative because you don't understand them. But I understand that I'm getting the negative things. Okay, but negative is just as good as positive, right? No, why? why? Why is not? How would because you it, it how would you know what positive bad. how would you know what positive was if there was no negative? I but negative don't know. doesn't feel good. Exactly. It doesn't feel good. So like I feel like sometimes like maybe it's like the sins of the father kind of. You know, that's how would, but how would you so know that something passes is good? down and passes down and it's like this person went through this and it's the same thing and here I am and now I gotta deal with it. And I didn't do shit. I didn't even ask to be here. Yeah, but you, you did. Know? But you did ask to be here. How? You did. Because again, I believe how did I talk- ask to be here? I Please believe explain. energy, because I'm a scientist first, energy okay. is never created nor destroyed. It's a constant thing, right? So who is the bitch in the past life who asked me to be here? Because no, I did. You were the bitch in the past life to ask you to be here because you had some How? other shit that you had to do and you knew that only you was going to be able to do it. So what we're going to do... Had too much faith. Well, well, you here though, but you but you be I out. in one tablespoon of sperm is three billion sperm in one tablespoon of ejaculate. I feel like it was... And enough. you beat out 2.9 billion sperm to be in this reality. So what I'm and saying... I'm confused by that. You're not confused by it. What you I'm just wa- like, really, why am I here? <laughs> I didn't ask for this. This is too much stress. It's too much pressure. My shoulder hurt. I didn't make the chiropractor today because I had my eyelashes done. <gasps> See, that's, but go ahead, go ahead. That's all I'm that sorry, Virgo. I'm just joking. That's all that Virgo shit. Like I don't just want to do it. I don't want to deal with it today. You know what I'm saying? But in but re- I do kind of. Yeah. Today. But <laughs> now I'm really open. I was just making a joke. Go ahead. Sorry. But in reality, like we've beat everything. Understand that the vagina has acids and things that are trying to kill you to get into this reality. Kill me? Yes. The, the va- vagina? Yeah, the vagina has... My own vagina is trying to kill Listen, me? no, your mama's vagina was trying to kill you. Oh, that bitch was trying to kill okay? me. Okay, your mama's vagina was trying to kill And my mama's vagina... Trying- what I'm saying is she only wants the Definitely strongest was. seed. So uh. only the strongest survive. It don't matter how you come into this reality. Meaning, like people who were born with birth defects, that still don't matter. You were still children. the strongest. You're still of the, the seed. strongest of the seed because you survived. So because Is you that were the, why I was the first. You because you was the strongest of the seed. Meaning that everything from this point on is just now you proving that point. Meaning like Do you, y'all hear you that, just, my sister. Just live. You can just my literal live now. Sisters. <laughs> I'm the strongest of the seed. <laughs> you can just live now. Just do what it is that you know to do because you've already proven to everything that you can be, that, that you're the strongest. You've done that. The problem is we feel defeated by a lot of things in life. The Small negative, things. the negative shit. We don't use those as positives because if we did use them as positives, then we'll know, oh, this is just coming to train my muscles because I got something to do. Then you will take on the negatives. You will look forward to negatives because you grow more in your negatives than you do in your positives. Your positive, you lay back. I think that's so true. You're like, oh, you I get won. Comfortable. Oh yeah, I did great today. But your negative, you're like, what the fuck has happened to me? Oh my god! So now you're thinking, you're processing, you're figuring out life when you're going through negative shit. But you don't do that when you when you're going through your positive. You're all in your gloats. You're all in your clout yeah. when you Buy are doing great. Sticks and shit. Yep. Yes, you Hanging are. Hanging out, <laughs> smoking. His I mean, I do that every day. But you know, you doing all that. that is so true. That is so true. I just can't help but think of Mariah Carey Come when on. you say that. Like she was doing all great and then just basking in all her and positivity. Then, and look at her voice; it's gone. But it came back while you was gone, girl. It did, girl. You got no auto tune. 
No auto. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna hit for a concert. <laughs> Y'all don't go out buying tickets. But I tell you what, Mariah has a new. I don't know Mariah, any of the new songs. No new song, but that girl got on Instagram. She had a performance of her old stuff, and she hit the notes, and you could tell. I mean, it was probably some backup, but you could tell it wasn't the regular auto tone bullshit. See, but she, she had some, some negative shit going on. She was like, "I gotta get my voice back." Exactly. That man. Uh, was trying to act like he wasn't gonna give her her money for wasting her time. That little she Asian go- boy, not the, not that Asian one, not oh. the dancer, the rich one from Australia or wherever the fuck. Remember, she sued, sued that oh. man for wasting her time. She won. She got a settlement out of it because he wasted her time. Mariah's the goat. I yes. love her. I love um, her too. Aries. She's an Aries. Yeah, she's an Aries. Because you know she's real secretive about her birthday. How old is Mariah? Do you know? I. You know what? I want to say I want to say forty seven. Just off the top of my I think spirit, you're low in it. Well, I Lower could be, but I'm just I'm just thinking about you know like when I first heard her, and I'm thinking about okay, how many years like what what age did she look like when I heard her? You know, uh-huh. so I'm gonna just say I'm forty. So I'm gonna say forty seven. Forty seven. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Mariah will appreciate that because I really feel like she's fifty one. She 52. could be. She could be over the fifty thing. But, but that, you know. I don't care because when I'm Mariah's age, I'm gonna be just like her. I don't have birthdays anymore. I have anniversaries. Oh, I'm gonna have birthdays. I mean, I'm starting this year. So when y'all buy those tickets Mm-mm. for these live shows we got in Texas, it's not my birthday. It's my anniversary of life. I don't know how Medina feels about her birthday. That's her <laughs> business. But I'm telling y'all what is. It's just an anniversary of life, and I hope y'all celebrate with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have to move on to the other segments, but we definitely have to have you back. We have I'm coming back. Out. I would love to come back. This is this so was much good. fun. You it taught was us so much. Like, I could keep going. <laughs> Look at my notes. <laughs> I wrote stuff down for you. You can have notes. this one. This was yours. I don't know if you can read it. Because I was trying to write stuff back. But, girl, I done wrote stuff on the front and back of this paper. Okay. This so, we have to move on to um, Indecisive Diane. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, Diane. So what is a cute little date place you have in mind for some of the ladies and gents this summer. Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And let me tell you about this cute little place. And I heard that literally singles go here and get picked up all the time by all the fine men. They might have some money. This place is in Dallas, Texas. You're going to love it. It's called The Henry. And while their food is super simple, it's super luxurious, too. You're going to love it. So here's the address. It's... 2301 North Ackard Street, Suite 250, Dallas, Texas. Go there. They open at 10 a.m. They close at 12 a.m. You're going to love it. A lot of singles go there. Okay, Diane, what's the name of it again? It's called The Henry, and it's right in the middle of the city of Dallas. All the fine men be there. They don't discriminate. Listen, go there. You're going to love it. Thanks, girl. No problem, ladies. Bye. Okay, and now we're back, and it's time for advice. So remember, if you want some advice for us and our guests, if we have them, email it to us, askcocktails at gmail.com, A-S-K-C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S at gmail.com. Okay, so do you have one up? I do. Do you? Yeah, I got one, but you go ahead. It's not the same one. Okay, so this one, I clicked it because I absolutely love being 30. I thought I wasn't going to love it, but I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
The subject is 30 and wanting to date. And I'm already like, bitch, why aren't you dating? Like, this is the prime <laughs> years. Like, I ain't even read it yet. I didn't proofread no shit. I'm like, bitch, you're not about to try me because I'm 32 and a bitch out here busting it wide open. For a second, I heard you said you were 32. And I was like, no, you're 32, not. 32, like, as well. Yes, but I was thinking, like, bitch, am I 32? Because I've been lying. Okay, never mind. I heard it wrong. Go ahead. So she says, hey, ladies, I love you guys so much. I feel like we're besties in my head. Okay. Anonymous, please. <laughs> I want to ask you, ladies, how you navigate being single and staying single. I just turned 30, and I want to live my best life. I want to date and have friends, as in multiple, with benefits, find a sugar daddy, be a unicorn, and explore kinks. Mm -hmm. I always end up in relationships. Okay, but you trying to brag now. Okay. <laughs> I always end up in relationships without that always being the intention. As a background, right. I was dating a guy for a year, and he turned out to be trash and crazy. And before that, I was with my ex for four years. I want to enjoy dating and really learn what I like and don't like. I'm quiet and a little bit of an introvert. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, ladies. Um, she put her IG on here. All right. My my IG is private, but here are a couple of pictures. Oh, she sent us some pictures. I love how y'all now be sending pictures because you low-key want us to rate you. I right. like I like this little your 30-year-old picture with the balloon. That's, That's cute. cute. That is cute. I, I, I'm going to say this, girl. You said you're kind of an introvert. I think you need to change some shit up. Change some shit. You're 30. You don't need to be an introvert. I, I get it if at times you want to be introverted, but you need to go out, try some new things. And if you don't want to keep getting in relationships... It's as simple as that. Stop getting in relationships. When you start to see that these niggas start to fall for you, tell them what you want and what you don't want. That's literally all you need to do is just, like we talked about this whole <laughs> episode, communicate. If that's not what you're ready for, you don't want a relationship, just let them know. Don't settle. I think your introvertedness is making you be in these relationships. Because mm. when you come into a bitch loud as fuck or when you're being friendly... You know, niggas love to use the term friendly like it's negative. When you come in and you're friendly with a lot of guys, I'm not trying to wipe you up. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if that's really <laughs> not what you want, just be friendly. You know what that means. Go out and be friendly. Live your best life. Do things. And it's not negative just because that nigga doesn't want you. It's probably a subconscious thing. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to do this, that, and the other to make this man want me. And mm -hmm. you want him to want you, want you. Mm -hmm. That's just boring, girl. You don't even want it. You yeah. don't even Cut want it out. It. Yeah, I think That's you. I, I think you, I think you're playing it safe. I, I, mm -hmm. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I know you're 30, and, and this is the point because I'm 40, and I'm proudly 40. I'm going to be always telling my age because I want to desensitize that thing. But I, I feel like you know, if you really want to explore who you are as a person outside of relationships, you just got to take a risk. You got to like stop looking at what everybody else have and stop saying, "Oh, but she has a husband and the kids and all this kind of stuff." And you know, you kind of going on that that. Uh, lane when that's not really what you want what you really want to do is figure out who you are first before you go into these relationships because that's the problem you don't know who you are and you're just jumping from one relationship to another because you're afraid mm -hmm. I know yep. you wanted some dick yep get some dick girl Get it. Get it up. <laughs> gobble it. Swallow it. Suck. Okay, next one. Um, the subject line says, can I hold just a little bit more? This is who you need to listen to, probably. We're going to see at the end. Okay, hey, ladies. I love, love, love the show, so I need some advice. Y'all can call me Naomi. 
I really hope that's not your name. I'm in a relationship. It's fairly serious, LOL, but my homeboy, but home, oh, not my homeboy, but homeboy hasn't put a ring on him. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. I would like to be married in the near future, but I would also like to live my best whole life. Oh, no, me. I ain't be a hobo. Side laughing emoji. You want to okay. be a married hoe? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I'm I know, sure. I know a few. I'm sure okay, since I've been listening to the show, I've realized that I've missed out on some things when I was out here hoeing. Oh, when you were hoeing, you missed out. You still hoeing? Specifically, a threesome. Knew it was. Um, I'm not interested in having a threesome with my man, but I do have some strong possibilities with some other individuals. Am I wrong for wanting to hoe a little bit more before I'm tied down to one dick for the rest of my life? Please help. Signed a bitch whose inner whore is dying to come out (laughs) and play for a night or two with the devil emoji. But you know what, Naomi? Listen, and I feel like this all ties into the whole communication thing. What if you bring this up to your dude and he's open to it? Yes, come on. what if she really meant she wanted to have a threesome with two other bitches and her niggas know Come on, come on. And let him watch. If you don't want him to be involved in like... Let him watch, or or at least yeah, record. See. You are about if you're talking about. Oh wait, she said he hasn't proposed to her. He hasn't proposed. Oh, she bitch, cheat on that nigga. Yeah, she just want to be nice. She want to be really seen as being very pure. I really wish pure. you would have gave us more details. You she just want to be seen as being pure. Do you pure. want another woman? Do you want two other women? Do you want one man, one woman, two other men? Like you ain't give us no <laughs> but he ain't, I just What's, reread it. He ain't even proposed, but just do live your best whole life <laughs> now. But we don't know if she can live her whole life with this nigga or by herself. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Cause she only said a threesome. She didn't say swingers. She didn't say orgy. So I'm thinking three people. So are you gonna do the shit with him? Or are you gonna do it with some two other I people? I don't think she wanna do it I'm with him. Confused. I don't, don't I don't so? think she wants to do it with him. We'll I think what she to wants us. to do is she wants to have this experience outside of him because she wants to keep her identity of her being this free sweet little come on sweet oh. little girl to the to the guy because okay, he hasn't put a ring so on it yet ago. i did too yeah you have I can't to even forget about it like because yeah. realistically that's not what men want they don't want you fucking pretending to be a saint when you are a slutty hoe like be the slutty hoe that you want and do that whole thing so it's you can so draw in what and you need and we say that with love girl i'm we saying say it with as love. Being a slutty, slutty hoe yes. myself like you start letting Me these niggas know who you are i literally just said i like you to hawk a loogie in my mouth and i would love let you know that shit. I didn't say that I, shit. But I told you, you better be nasty the next time you fuck me or you don't fuck me. But again. you will be surprised with doors it opens. That nigga might start paying your motherfucking bills. Like or you, he might just fuck you right at the very least. You gotta be open with him first, and then if he's not with it, you damn sure don't want to marry that nigga. No, no, you don't. Because you, 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 you're gonna be depressed, and you're gonna be sending us letters every week. Come but on, we're not always gonna answer him. Yeah, yeah. Let go. You gotta be. You gotta be okay with letting go of things that's not for you. And the only way to know what's not for you is. To tell the fucking truth. Yeah. If you tell the truth about the things that you want, your desires, then you'll see whether or not that person is really there for you, or whether or not you're holding on to somebody else's man. Because sometimes we are. Oh, that part. I know, right? And the cloud go dun dun dun. <laughs> you said somebody else's man. You're holding, holding on to somebody's on to man. Some, I think when oh, you're okay, I don't when be you, doing that. Yeah, when you're lying <laughs> and you're like you're not telling you know your partner. I'm not gonna just say man. It could go vice versa. Yeah. When you're not telling your partner the truth. You got them thinking that you are a certain type of way. Okay, so you're okay. holding on to a person 
Because they yeah, think it is way. Yeah, out. like let that person be with somebody who's really that way, but you're not that way. You're some other way. So be with who you're supposed to be with. I was don't just thinking about fucking somebody. Yeah, don't lie. Don't lie about who you are. Be who you are so that you can get everything that you want. You get everything that you want when you tell the truth. Period. Boom, bloop, bim, boom, bop. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yep. All right, well, now, on that note, <laughs> now that y'all got red for your lives, yeah. mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. time to move on to the cocktails. The cocktails Ooh. are the last part of the show. Uh-huh. We have our stories. Um, I still don't know what I'm going to do, so I'm not going first, FYI, when y'all will. Um, but if you have a sexual confession you need to get off your chest and your judgy-ass friends won't let you live, then email it to us, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Okay, so who wants to go first? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Me. Okay. So, all right. So I was dating this guy mm-hmm. in um in college, right? And he's he's a I'm not gonna say he's a very famous comedian right now. We'll just say he's very well up. Kevin Hart? No, I'm just say oh. he's very well up, okay? That's what we'll say. And we were having sex, right? And, okay, first of all, because he's a comedian now, just know that while we were dating, he would always throw jokes, okay? Mm-hmm. So we was dated... Was it annoying? No, not really, because right. he, he's naturally funny, so it was okay, right? So we, we've gotten to the point where it's time for us to have sex, and so we, you know, we're having sex, and he gets to the point where he's about to come, right? And he starts making these noises. But he starts... What kind of noise? Like, uh, uh, uh. That tone? Yes, that tone, right? So I'm <laughs> I'm confused because I'm I'm not I'm not sure whether or not he's being funny at this moment mm-hmm. or this is really real. So I didn't say anything about it, right? I'm just no- note to self. Okay, he sounds a little okay. okay. So fast forward, it happens again. We only had sex twice, okay? So the second time we're having sex in my mind, I'm like, okay. If he does it this time, I'm going to just fucking ask him and like in the middle of it because I'm not going to be able to take this any further. Right. Yeah. So we get, you know, we're having sex. He gets to that point again. And this time he does it again, but he's doing it like even louder. So I'm just like, I, st- I was like, hey, after he, you know, nuts and we're done. And I looked at him. I said, so you you sound like this every time you nut. Like you sound like a female every fucking time. <laughs> that you nut. And he was like. Okay, I'm, I'm an Aries. I'm raw. My Mercury's an Aries too, so I don't know how to sugarcoat shit. I just say it, and he's just he's like, "Well, yeah, that's kind of how I sound." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm never fucking you again." Ah! Like, and, and it wasn't the fact that did he seem kind of feminine before he did. He was a Virgo, okay. And I know I sometimes Virgo, Virgo men can be sometimes like they can have some feminine aspects. So, but. No, he didn't give me any signs besides the fact that he was a fucking comedian. I thought this was funny. I thought, oh, he's being funny with his nuts. Like, he is very talented that he can even get down to his nuts and do something really funny. <laughs> but but he really, that's how he nuts. He he has a, uh, 
But you want to know something crazy that I have noticed about most male comedians what? is that they have this super feminine side to them. And, it, and you see it in Kevin Hart. You see it in Jamie Foxx. Yeah. You see it in Eddie Murphy. You see it in all of the major comedians that have done something. Typically, it's black male comedians. Mm-hmm. They have this super feminine side that has always had me question like, huh. And see, I, I just didn't know. In my mind, I was really trying to make sense of it like, Maybe he's just being funny with me. Like, he's really trying to, like, really seal the deal with me. Like, being funny in his nuts. But that last time when I was like, yo, you really do this? And he was like, yeah. Like, it, I'm, like you said, did I really bust him out? I thought I was being funny. But I was like, you, you're doing this. This is not really who you are. And he's like, no, I really do. I said, oh, well, I'm not fucking you again. You said that to Yeah, me. I did. I did. I was like, I'm not fucking you. Because I couldn't. I knew from that point on... Me knowing that this is really how he sounds, I would have been wa- waiting every time when he about to nut to laugh. And I'm like, I'm not finna do this. I'm not finna fuck this nigga just to laugh at him when he's about to nut because it was so hilarious. Like, it was so funny to me. I was just like, this can't be real. I wonder why comedians have that little feminine side. <laughs> like, I've always wondered that. Like, I don't know. They just act like girls very well. I've noticed that. It's really just. Disturbing, and, I'm, and 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 to this day though, if I if if I could go back, because I was in college, if I could go back, I probably would not have said I wouldn't, I wasn't gonna fuck him anymore. I would have just like learned a little bit more about that part of him, right? Right, you know what I'm like, saying versus just you know discarding. Because I was like, oh no, we're not fucking anymore. Like, like I'm not I sure I would you. be able to do it either, unless the dick was just that. And good. it wasn't all of that. It was okay, you know. So it wasn't enough to go through the. The girl moans, especially with me not understanding too. And then plus, I was having sex with women at that time, so I'm like, I could just have sex with women, and I'll just handle yeah, like I can't. Yeah, if I'm gonna be with you, Brett, I need you to be a man. I'm into his roars or some type of wolf, you know, cries or something. (laughs) Something man is gonna have to come, and I don't, I don't know. At that time, I just wasn't able to really receive that. So yeah, I fucked. A man who sounds like a woman. Uh, he was like, uh, 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 and I mean, it was like literally, like, uh, uh, it was like really, like almost, and that's why I thought he was being funny because it sounded like somebody who had just. I wonder why he did that. I don't know where he got that shit from. Like, the, did he was he watching porn? My my question is, was he watching <laughs> he porn? Like he was a kid. Who taught you that? Yeah, was he <laughs> watching porn it. and and saw somebody nut like this and then he picked it up and then just decided to like start? I don't know where it came from. Was he tall? No, because oh. you felt like he was a big nigga. I did. No, he wasn't I a big a nigga. Big nigga one time and he. <laughs> I fucked him a few times, and every time he came, he'd be like, oh, 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 and I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Why do you sound so soft? Like, this is, this is not okay. I've never I don't, had that. I don't know. Like, a little, like, I could have made the same. It probably sounded just like what I do. That was not cute. I could I couldn't believe well, it. Well, God bless you, Madonna. I'm glad you haven't been through that. Because <laughs> her face is just like I am flabbergasted. Who have y'all been fucking? That's what her face is right now. Yes, the wrong ones apparently. <laughs> okay, so I, even though I do have a cocktail, I'm just gonna why save it. For, gonna, <laughs> why are you not gonna tell your cocktail? I'm gonna save it for a rainy day. A rainy day. <laughs> and read. And uh. read. This cocktail from this one. All right, woman. fine. Go ahead. I'll tell it next week. Okay. So she says, hey, ladies, love the show. Tell me if you've read this. 
Love the show. Keep up, keep up the amazing work. Today, I wanted to share my cocktail from Cock Hell. For the past seven months, I've been on this uber spiritual journey where I don't give into my urges and focus on my mental strength and self. That meant no sex, no masturbation, or porn. I even got to the point where I could shut down naughty thoughts. What? Like, why you gotta do that? I'm about to throw up. Yeah. (laughs) Throughout this journey, I was developing a friendship with a guy that was packed with sexual tension. People would often ask if we were dating or hooking up, but I'd always respond no because we weren't. You know, my spiritual, you know, my spiritual journey. Well, this month I began to ovulate and my body couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't take any more celibacy. I had to have jaw dropping. Let me get a phone for you in my name type of sex. What the fuck is that? What type of sex is that? I ain't getting no phone for you. (laughs) A phone so you can be calling these other Yeah, who paid? Am I just asking for someone? Yeah, what we doing? Like, nah. I figured, why not hit my new friend up? He was always hinting at wanting to have sex and bragging about his sex blog. Plus, not to mention, I'd seen a nude in his phone and that dick looked huge. I had to have it. I text him and he willingly set up the dick appointment. We go out to eat. I have a few drinks to loosen up and prepare for some really freaky blog-worthy sex. We go back to his place and smoke a blunt. In my mind, it's about to go down. I'm drunk, (laughs) high, and ovulating. This sex has to be amazing. He pulls up my sundress. I made sure to wear no panties or bra just for this moment and begins to lick my clit ever so softly. I'm a little confused. Like, maybe this is pregame tease? We've talked before and I've mentioned how much I love rough sex, so this must just be the previews. You don't like your pussy, eh? (laughs) <laughs> 10 minutes later he's still gently licking my clit imagine a kitten <laughs> imagine a kitten gently licking your paw I'm getting tired of waiting so I whisper to him fuck me already daddy at this point he gets up and begins to remove his clothes now my first thought was okay you hide your weight well and then I notice the dick This isn't the dick from the photo. Instead, he's pretty average and a good six inches maybe. I don't worry about it because small isn't always bad. Plus, I can act like a porn star on smaller dick. Deep throat and everything. (laughs) (laughs) He then proceeds to get on the couch and tells me to get on top. I'm turned on and begin to get on top and ride like the real bitch that I am. After a while, my legs start hurting, so I slow down for him to fuck me from the bottom. It It takes me a second, but I slowly realize his dick is like his tongue. He's fucked me ever so softly that I almost didn't realize he was doing anything. At this moment, <laughs> I realized this won't be naughty romp. This won't be naughty romp. I thought it would be I thought it would be. So I resume writing until I hear him say he's about to come. In my mind, I'm like, great. Let's kick it up a notch so he can come and I can leave. Why does he pull out and say he's not ready to come yet in the midst of my legs burning? <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> That is, that is the worst when you're when you're really legitimately tired. We go through I will this. Stop. We go through this two more times until I say fuck it. Let's do it doggy style so you can hurry up and come. <laughs> yes, that is what you do. Come on now, y'all. Y'all know what happened next. What? I'm throwing it back. <laughs> I'm throwing it back and he's giving that weak ass stroke. At this point, I just stop and tell him, you know what, I'm leaving. Next, he tells me how much it turns him on to see me leave because he gets so horny waiting for me to come back. Ladies, I put on my shoes and tell him, well, 
you're really about to be turned on because I'm leaving immediately. Now I'm on the prowl to find some replacement dick to make this lukewarm summer into a hot girl summer. Can't believe I wasted my goddamn body like that. Thanks for reading my cocktail. Love you, ladies. Dang. Aww. It's always annoying when you have like a waste of a fuck. Yeah. But That's a word. At least you left. You kept, yeah. you left. You didn't just lay there and be like, oh. That was, that was a waste. Okay. Yeah, I've well, left. I've left in scenarios too. I have to, and I, I will just stop if yeah. my legs are at the burning point, bruh. I'm not leaving. I'm going to sleep, bitch. I'm motherfucking tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sleep. You can leave, bitch, but I'm staying, and I'll leave when I'm ready to go. Yeah. Okay. This one says embarrassing cocktail. Hey y'all. So I have an embarrassing cocktail to spill. I've been single for a little over a month. It's not that long, and I decided <laughs> that I want to be um, a little hoe for a while. So there's this guy I used to fuck around with about four years ago in ATL. I used to visit my sister at school, and that's how I met him. Anyway, I officially moved to ATL last summer, and since I'm currently single, I decided to slide in his DMs. We chat for a little and decided to meet up that upcoming Friday for drinks and hookah. He comes and picks me up, and I told him I have tequila, so he brought me a personal bottle. What? Okay, fine. So, on the way to the hookah lounge, I'm sipping my uh, my kiki, and he's passing me his blunt. I'm a social smoker. And by the time we got there, I'm fucked up, y'all. I know you are. I drink some more while we're there and smoke some hookah, and we had a really good time. I'm kind of blurry on the ride, but we ended up going to his homie spot to chill. I was lit, so initially, I went to pee. Girl, I feel you. When I was doing... When I was done and washing my hands, he walks in the bathroom and tells me to bend over. I do his instruction and he starts eating me out from the back. And I was like, okay. Then he smacks my ass and tells me to get up. I had really long braids, so I had to swing them as I stood up. Right as I do that, we both get splashed by a whole lot of water and I'm confused for about 0.2 seconds. And then I realize. My braids were in the toilet the entire time, y'all. I was so embarrassed. And he was just laughing his ass off. I just stayed in the bathroom trying to rinse my braids and get my damn dignity back. When I came out the bathroom, him and his friend decided they wanted to be funny and call me toilet head the rest of the night. Luckily for me, the rest of the night ended in some bomb sex. So it was an embarrassing time, but also a very memorable night. Love y'all and keep being bad bitches. She Signed, toilet head. <laughs> that was a toilet head. Girl, your brace was in the toilet. Oh my god! I ain't even like. I love that cocktail. Yes. That I, was funny. That yes. was a funny one because <laughs> toilet head. Could you imagine your brace in the toilet? And you don't even realize it. Yes. I, when I had those twists in my hair, y'all, I was afraid of that a lot. It might have happened. I definitely got cum in my braids. <laughs> and that's why I had to take them out when I got back to Atlanta. Have you ever got cum in your definitely. eyelash extensions? Oh, my yeah. God. A fresh yeah, set? Yeah, I keep uh, the, the eyelash wash and the brush. Oh. I was like, what am I going to do with these braids? Rinse them out with some hot boiling <laughs> I'll let it sit and marinate. And then I came back home and took them out. She said, let it sit and marinate. Just a little toilet water. 
smelled good. He eats his vegetables, so I wasn't mad. Gigi, this has literally been great. You we are had a good time with you. Hands down, one of my favorite guests. Yay! Like, you're amazing. Thank like, you. Let every if you have anything coming up, let everybody know. If you have anything you want to plug, now's the time. I do. So first thing coming up is uh, my Wild Women Worship uh, tour, which really we I'm, I'm in LA this weekend, and I'm in Atlanta next weekend. So the registration for Atlanta is still open. Um, the Wild Women Worship Tour is literally about me just really talking to women and getting them to embrace their wild side. We were talking about the Lilith. Is it's she going to be there? Well, I am Lilith, so yes, she will. Right. You know, and we're going to talk about different things. We're going to talk about, you know, like um, THC and microdosing and ayahuasca, if you never heard of those I things. I went to Peru in the motherfucking jungle and did ayahuasca. I did, and so I did it here in Atlanta. I did three ceremonies, and oh, I, I just had the God. most amazing time. So we're going to talk about those things with Wild Women Worship, because I feel like a lot of women want to know about these things, but they just don't have anybody, like, giving their experience. So mm -hmm. Wild Women Worship is just about experience. And then, of course, Sex Down South, I'll be there um, for September 5th through the 7th. Mm -hmm. um, I do something called Eroticology with Gigi, which is on their first night, Thursday night, which is a mixture of, er of erotic poetry, erotic Ooh. art, and erotic bodies. And so we get nude, and we just mix a whole lot of different stuff together. And then the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is uh, Kinked Up ATL. So Kinked Up ATL is my baby. I started last year. It's really for singles and couples who are vanilla and want to learn about kink and learn about like the how to get into kink, the basics of kink. We do like last year we did three days. This year we're doing four days. The first day is an expo for you to kind of get an idea of what different types of kinks are. Mm -hmm. Then the second night we're going to do a dungeon night which is literally about you getting into the dungeon and you get a chance to experience some of these things. And the third day, cool. we're going to have a 12-hour, like, like get-together at a mansion where we're going to oh. get together. And so after we do the dungeon night, what I found last year was people still wanted more because we did mm -hmm. three days. And so I was like, okay, so this year we'll do a private party just for VIPs mm -hmm. to come and do even more kink stuff together. And then the last day is just us having brunch and having mimosas and talking about our experiences, showing our bruises, that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, kinkedupatl.com, um, iamlivingaline.com. Um, you can really literally just type in I am living a line on any social media platforms and pretty much find me and just find about what's going on. Wow. Kinked up AT. Are you going, Kiki? Yes. I'm going to make I a decision. Want, I might need to pull up. I mean, y'all both need to pull up. I was going to say, I want us to like go do It's in your charts. <laughs> like, let's just go see what's happening. <laughs> it's in your charts, hoes. It's in y'all chart holes. Y'all can do that shit with me. Why okay, not? I'm like, we might need to come here. No, Gigi, why yes, not? Smoke a little I, weed. I got y'all. Let's just yes. do it. I don't smoke weed. I don't smoke anymore either, but like, I'll just do it. Just I don't for... know how to do it. I just need some edibles. If we can secure me some edibles. I got you. I got you on the edibles. Okay. You're done. Well, I'm I have an edible. I have my sheet up, showing our bruises. Come on, get a little spanking in there. Right now, <laughs> I, I don't know that I want no more war wounds, but we'll, well, I might try it out. I won't be closed minded. I'm gonna put all of Gigi's information in the description box, so make yes. sure y'all check her out and go to some of her events if you're in the proper cities for that. If yes. not, just follow her. Yeah, and see when she's coming to see you, or when you come out here, or anywhere else. You'll get to check her out. Yes. Um, make sure y'all also go to cocktailspod.eventbrite.com to get your tickets for our live shows. We don't have any more VIP tickets. Don't ask me shit else about it. For either show? 
come through. Um, that's over. Y'all they didn't invite me. Out. I want to come to a live show. We might need you to be a part can. of the live show. What? <laughs> I mean, we, you will have a seat. <laughs> yes. But there's no more tickets boom, for boom. sale for the VIP. So our okay. shows are in Houston on September 14th. And then on September 21st, we're in Dallas. Those oh, are yes. both of our birthday weekends. So we need so y'all we to understand that, yeah, this is a birthday celebration. Yes. Houston, we turn it up for Kiki's birthday. Dallas, Dallas we turn it up for my birthday. Yes. And it's going to be... Um, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be acting crazy. I know that. And I'm sure Medina will. You know it. We booked our makeup appointments two months ago. So just know. Don't ask us who it is because I don't need them canceling for y'all or us. So, um, yeah, we will see you guys soon. Make sure you get those tickets. When you get your tickets, DM us. Let us know that you got them so we can get excited and know who's coming to the show. Dress up. Be cute. Be fine. Mm-hmm. And bring y'all niggas. Or your bitches. Or your bitches. What's up? Or both, both of them. them. Hey! We said at the same time. Both of them. Yes. Just and look. we have a good time. I already told, last time I was in Houston, I told the niggas, I said, listen, every man I met, I was like, hey. So my friend is like, oh, this is my friend Kiki. She does a show. We went to college together. Blah, blah, blah. So she's hyping up. I was like, yeah, it's real nasty. And like, you talking, you kind of cute. And we got a bunch of bitches. So I'm just showing the videos, right? And they're like, oh, that's how the show is. I said, yeah, what'd you think it was? Everybody thinks it's relationship advice. Yeah. Why do I y'all said, think that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't have advice to give you. <laughs> we got advice, but when you listen to our advice, you realize it's a whole nother ball game. It's this is not that. So y'all come out, tell your boyfriends, tell your brothers, your cousins, your daddies. You yeah, might not tell your daddy, but whatever. No, tell your daddies. Don't, don't forget about time. that Pisces. Because I'm trying to meet your daddy. <laughs> so is Kiki. It says it in her house. That's the <laughs> one. Don't forget about those seven house Pisces. Yes, you I need daddies. I don't meet the daddies because I'm trying to keep mine at home. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> make sure y'all follow us too at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So. I'm at Coffee Bean Dean. And until next week, you guys. Goodbye. goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Wait on the track.